The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel light That's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my own Recalibration is taking place. So I'm, it, it's my kids' birthdays this weekend and next weekend, even though uh, there's two years and a week between them. So one's going to be eight and the other one's going to be six. Right? And I haven't got a clue what to get them. I genuinely haven't got a clue what to get them. And people have been saying, we should get a Nintendo Switch. Got one. Um, buy them Lego. Ah, they got Lego. I, so I don't know what to get them. So this is, this is the ongoing... Um, uh, thing to, to for me at the moment is I've got no idea what to get them and now it's too, now I'll have to go to a shop and buy it because it's too late for Amazon to deliver. But then as we were about to come in and do the show, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, I saw a headline on someone's computer saying that a member of S Club Seven was selling their Brit Award on eBay. And I thought, oh, that would make an excellent present for an eight-year-old and a six-year-old to share <laughs> what do, do you not think that, uh, <laughs> do you not think that'd be wicked you give them a brit award <laughs> yeah, i suppose so come on man you've got to give them the whole experience though well um uh, you introduce them badly first <laughs> yes yes and their microphones won't be turned on yeah. and um then i'll give them some bad rugs now um so i thought oh, that, that would be a really nice present actually the um 
Brit Award awarded to Paul from S Club Seven. So I've just I've just gone on eBay, right? And I would have thought two hundred and fifty to three hundred quid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, have a guess how much it's up there for. It's had one hundred and twenty six bids. Oh wow! Three days, seventeen hours to go. Yeah. And click it onto my watch list. That's my fifty quid. Right. Okay. N- no. What then? Um, I tell you what we're going to do. Right. Don't anyone look. And what we're going to fo- want you to phone in and guess how much the Brit Award Best Newcomer presented to Paul Catamol S Club Seven is up there for. It's got three days, seventeen um, hours to go. Condition is very good. Postage is a fiver. You got. You got. You got to incorporate that. Okay. Here is the, here's the description. Here is the 2000 Brit Award for Best Newcomer presented to Paul Catamol from S Club 7. Um, th- there we go. There are signs of age where the arms meet the shoulders at the back and where the neck and chest blend into the top of the dress. An indentation on the inside of the helmet. I'm hoping that's not Paul Catamol. Um, letters of provenance. Um... Um, okay, right, so, how much... Don't, please don't look, you know, this is for fun. How much is uh, uh, Paul Catamol from S Club 7's uh, Brit Award up for at the moment, okay? And um, it's, it, I think it might blow your mind. Uh, good evening, Zach. Hey, Zach. Hello. Hey, Zach, how you doing? Good. Good, what you got for us, Zach? Uh, well, like, can I, I'll have a guess for the Britain Wall. Yeah, go on. Well, I saw some ridiculous bid where a YouTuber created their underpants. Are you speaking, hang on a minute, are you speaking through a toilet roll tube or something? Because I can't hear you. No, I've got my phone up to my ear. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not on speakerphone, there's no Bluetooth um, technology involved? No. Okay. You've got a crap phone. Yes? Yes, so I would say maybe 100 grand. You're saying what? A hundred grand. A hundred grand? Are you insane? <laughs> it's Paul Catamol from S Club 7. Absolutely nonsensical it, figure. It's not Hannah. But it is a Brit Award. Yeah, it's a Brit Award to, to, the, to one of the blokes from S Club 7. It's not £100,000, I'm afraid, Zach. So you don't win it. <laughs> Anything else? Um, I'm going to well, take that silence to mean no. <laughs> Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Um, I'd just like to say my ambition for this year is to take a bullet for Jonathan from Swansea taking a bullet for Donald Trump. OK. Well, Jonathan from Swansea, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I'm not worth it. Well, for, for the honour of denying you the honour of saving the Western world, I think it'll be, it'll be a sacrifice I'll be willing to pay. It's your funeral. Well, it, it would Literally. be his funeral, yes. <laughs> and not yours. <laughs> but if, I'm right, hang on, I'm, put everyone on hold for a second, right? Because, listen, I, I fried my brain at the weekend. I did stuff I shouldn't have done at the weekend. Right? So I'm still not firing on... I'm, like, firing on... Um, I think I've got 12 cylinders, I think. And I'm firing on, like, three-quarters of a cylinder, right? Um, But even by my... 
standards where I spent three minutes standing in a lift today before working out I actually had to press a button to make it go to the floor I wanted to. Even by my caned standards... This feels like a very slow, disjointed start to the show, doesn't it, Catherine? Yes, it does. Everyone is just, there's like pauses. Am I imagining this? No, there, no, there's there a delay in everyone's brain. Hesitations, mm-hmm. delays. Well, and I can't, this, and every delay is like magnified by like a million for me anyway. So this is, we've only been going for 10 minutes. I thought we'd almost finished the show. Maybe we need to do some stretches or something. We've got we've got to do something, guys, because um, uh, let's 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 try let's try uh, let's try Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, mate. See, that was slow, <laughs> wasn't it? Come on, everyone. That was slow, wasn't it? <laughs> try again. Um. All right. Cassif. There we go. You see. What, what is, is going on with you lot? What is wrong with everyone? <laughs> Do another uh, one. Uh, hey, Simon. Ian, how are you? Yeah, oh, almost. We've got one. Yes, Simon, what have you got for us? It's quiz night. Thursday night's quiz night. Thursday night is quiz night. Of course it is. But first of all, can I just point out to you, um, the Brit Award... Yeah. I won't give you the answer because I've already read, read the same thing you read, I think. Yes. But did you see that Abs from Five, his Best Newcomer Award, went for a million pounds two years ago? What? Shut the front door. Abs. Honestly, look it up. It's um, I don't know who paid, for, paid but that. I, but no, 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 no. But, 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 but surely that was uh, what we in the business call shill bill, uh, b- bidding. That, those, that can't have been a genuine bid. I I don't, I've only read it on the, probably the same article you have. I haven't looked any more into it, but it's un- I'm unbelievable. Looking, I'm looking at Paul Catamol's e- actual eBay listing. Right. What's, I've got an idea what it might be at the moment, but I don't want to... Because I did read it, on, to be honest, on BBC website earlier. BBC website can kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, right. OK, well, it's, it's there, and it's, uh, it's, not, it's not a million pounds. Five, you've got to no, include the £5 postage yeah. as well. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I, I don't want to... Uh, what don't. I thought is probably... Do you want me to say it or not? Um, um, yeah, but I don't care. Go on. I don't care. Yeah. Was it about 1,900? Well, so, oh, excuse me, how much are you saying? I'm saying 1,900. Mate, it, uh, let's just say it's gone up a little bit since then. Oh, really? All right, it's okay. gone up a little bit since then. All right, OK. Yeah. Um, Quiz, quiz, you versus Calf. Calf won last week, ready? And I will win again, and I will win again. Bring it on, buddy, bring it on. Okay, first question. Which musical group is made up of sisters, Debbie, Kathy, Kim and Joni? Silence. Hang on. Bewitched. Musical group. No. No, they're not sisters. More 70s. Oh, um, Sister Sledge. Correct. No. Yeah, yeah. Sister Sledge is the right answer. Of course it's the right answer. Yep. Jane Couch, C-O-U-C-H, yeah. became the first British woman to be given a licence to do what? Um, um, be sat on. Blowjobs on a plane. Whoa! <laughs> is that a film? Is that the follow-up to Snakes on a Plane? <laughs> she gave licence to... Um, um, to do what? Bre- breast implants. No, sports. it's a sporting theme. Uh, right. Sport implants. Uh, 
Boxing, no. boxing, boxing. Box. Jane Crouch, because she, punch, she punched me in the Two. stomach once. Did she? Yes, she <laughs> did. She punched me in the stomach, and it was like, it was verbal bants, and it really hurt. Yeah, I've met her. Didn't like her. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Punched me in the stomach, Jane Crouch. I knew I recognised that name. I'll be impressed if you've met this next guy. Yep. Which American president saw active service in both World War One and World War Two? Woodrow Wilson. Roosevelt. No. No. Nixon. Another guess. Pardon? Um, the, the, the Nixon. No. Uh, Kennedy. No. No. Woodrow Wilson again. No. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving on. Go on. Eisenhower. Oh, yeah, the yes. That guy. Yes, that guy. Who's winning so far? You, me, me yes. Uh, Ian, is, you're 2-0 up at the current stage. Yes. Um, which James Bond film is set predominantly in India? Octopussy. Correct, 3-0. Come on, Cass. So he's got, he's got on, the Cass. great line where he, he, he wins a load of money uh, yeah. um, in, a, in a casino and he gives it to some Indian fellow and says, that should keep you in curries for quite a while. Wow! <laughs> yeah, great line. Great <laughs> yeah, line. The one who never, never got away with nowadays. No, 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 no. no. Um, so quick, um, just freaking... Tell me page. when you want to stop, Kath, because this is embarrassing yeah. for you. <laughs> in 1990, the 1991 single, Radio Wall of Sound, was the final Slade. original top 40... Oh, good knowledge. Come on, good guys, knowledge. give me give me a tough one. OK, right, It's okay. a great song. Radio Wall of Sound. There are no additional points to singing. Tower power. <laughs> yep. Um, which country has a record 11 official languages? Uh, I would say... Mm. China. Nope. No. No, 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 no. Switzerland. I'm going to say, no. I'm gonna say um, one of the Asian ones. In India. No. Wrong continent. Oh. So it's, it's Europe? No. Wrong continent. What other continents yeah. are there? There's only Africa. In- Africa, Zimbabwe, no, S- Swaziland, Tanzania, on the right lines, South Africa, Kenya. South Africa is the right answer. South yeah. Africa. Thank you, Simon. Uh, I'm going to let you go, mate, because um, that was just embarrassing for everyone concerned. Mostly me. Hopefully, everyone listening has warmed up a bit now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When we come back, we'll try and start again, shall we? The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, so, all the shows that have been um, given the elbow from this station, if they're tuning in tonight and wondering how we managed to get another two-year contract... Oh, sorry, guys. It's, them's the breaks. Turns out that the less effort you put in, uh, the greater the reward. Um, uh, Paul Catamol, uh, he of S Club 7, his Brit Award is up for grabs on eBay. Um, how much is it going for? I was tempted to put in a cheeky little bid for my kids. It's more than 1,900. It's less than 100,000. Let's go to Kevin. Evening, Kevin. Not be too slow. We'll come back <laughs> okay. to you in a minute. Listen, you've really got to get in there. Let's try Pete. Evening, Pete. Hello. Oh, I'll hey. give Pete the benefit of the doubt. Hello, Pete. How's it going, brother? Yeah, good I, fellow. What you got for us? When, when, when you when you said my name earlier, I said I said hello and all that, and I, I think you guys kind of missed me out. So it was all, it's all good, bro. It's all good, mate. You, you, your voice was not heard. You, your your head may have thought you said hello, uh, uh, but the, the, it didn't come out of your actual mouth hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. Listen, I've got two things for you. Yeah? Yes, sir. One of them is um, you know. 
if a law's been made legal and it was illegal, like in America, all these states being legalized now with cannabis. Yes. What happens to the guys who were arrested and put in prison for possession and now it's legal? You know what I mean? Uh, they'd stay in prison. Because they broke the law at the time. Because they broke the law at the time when it was the law. I mean, there might be an interesting thing where you could appeal and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, they, w- they would stay in prison because at the time that they got busted, it was illegal. Yeah. Why? Are, are you in prison? Have you, got, have you got a loved one in prison for drugs? No, no. I've always actually just wanted to go to America to just do the whole show around Colorado and everything like that. I've always just gone to Amsterdam. But, uh, See, hang just, on. Just you just want to go I'll to just... America to get stoned? Yeah, well, it's just a different environment, isn't it? <laughs> does it? Does it matter what environment you get stoned in? Oh, yeah. I tell you what, why don't you roll a fat one now, and um, then you won't care? Uh, no, 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 I can't do it. Yeah, it's illegal in England. Oh, of course. And, of course, we would not advocate We drugs. would not advocate no. drugs. Listen, I've got, I got one more for you as well. Yes. Uh, so I started vlogging myself. Yes. And uh, not like a personal vlog, just a view. Obviously, I'm from South Africa, so it's a view on what's going on in South Africa. I've done a few videos. Yes. But now I've been sort of, since the Logan Paul thing, I don't know if you know much about that. Yes. Um, I kind of just think, is there a way back for him? Because obviously a lot of big celebrities... He's the fella. He's the fella, the YouTuber, vlogger who went mm. to uh, Japanese uh, wood that's very famous for people committing suicide exactly. and found a, yeah. found a dead body and, and apparently took the piss out of it. Um, then he apologised and said he didn't want to be culturally insensitive. Then they found another video of him being really culturally insensitive um, just around town. Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, here's the thing. I, I, I didn't see the video. Um, from what I've read, it sounds pretty... I, yeah. I saw the video. I watched... Because he's a lot of fun, you know. I mean, he, just, he earns a lot of money. He, has, he helps... A lot of people around him he's really helped out. Yeah. And he does a lot of good things. He obviously, you, you think two ways too, what he's done is obviously pre-planned and he really wants to recover, but also get known to the whole universe yeah. as such. Yeah. Um, but he did have 15 million followers anyway. Uh, but then also, he's a 22-year-old kid, man. He's just like... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. But the number of people that liked that original video and that gave it thumbs up and lols and all of those things, his audience, his audience couldn't give a stuff that he found some poor soul that had taken his. His audience that found it. The majority of his audience found it hilarious. Um, So he'll come back. And also, he did um, an apology video that's had something like. Yeah, 20 million amount. views or something oh, no, and I read no, no. somewhere he'll get like about $70,000 just for the hits on the apology video so yeah, I mean, he, was make, he, was make, he was averaging about 20 grand a day yeah he was, he was getting over like 3-4 million views a day yeah. in his vlogs yeah. he'll be alright so just yeah because that's something I was dipping my toe into and then like I just I kind well, of, here's I the thing know. don't um don't go and film any um, suicide victims. That would be my <laughs> that would be my suggestion, you know. But um... the, 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 the weirdest thing when I set up my channel, because yeah. I, I changed, I did a I did a play on words with Nelson Mandela and all that kind of stuff for the name of my channel. Yeah, and my channel is exactly the same as another video that I found on YouTube because I was trying to just you know get this channel myself. Yes, 
And when I went onto this, this video, there's a two-minute video of a black guy with a suitcase, oh. and he was surrounded by a load of other black guys in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they were all shouting and mixing. They opened the suitcase, and there was a tiny dead black baby in the suitcase. Jesus. And I'm like, so I, I notified YouTube saying, look, you can identify a video by child abuse or whatever like that. Yes. And I and I identified it because I wanted that name. Obviously, I didn't want to be associated with. Yes. Obviously, this video I found. Oh. It was up there for three years as well, and then uh, I notified. Then five minutes later, it was gone. Wow. Well, yeah, never saw it again. But it was uh, so it was quite cool to see YouTube's got regulations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. YouTube are good at YouTube are good at copyright how, infringements how and anything let, like that. How the hell do they let a dead body be filmed up and down up close? Well, which um, was. Kind of weird, wasn't it? it well, it was. It was. It was definitely kind of weird. That's one way of putting it. But I suppose the thing with the thing with YouTube, if people don't tell them about it, um, I guess there's, they don't yeah, know about it. Logan Paul is one of the top ten in the YouTube thing, and uh, I kind of when you go on the conspiracy theory act, that YouTube and Logan Paul work together to create such a big thing that. I mean, we've seen crazy things that celebrities have done that recovered from yeah. and gone on to carry on doing well. Um, and is this a new way of doing shit? Listen, that's right. Look, he'll be um, he'll be all right. You know, Dapper laughs is in the Big Brother house. You know, so he, yeah, he, yeah, he'll be all right. Pete, thank you very much for that. Um, I had loads of people last week when this Logan Paul thing broke tweeting me and asking my opinion and I was dealing with something else at the moment at that time so I, I didn't really um look at it and, and I, I'm glad I didn't click on the video because I particularly wanted to, to have uh, seen that but um I don't know um hello caller who didn't want to give a name that's you is that me yep oh it's Cedric here oh hey Cedric how's it going I, I gave my name Oh, it doesn't say it on my screen. My screen. I'm going to close my phone box down, and then I'm going to reopen it. And sometimes yeah, that fixes it's a problem it. at your end. Okay, calm down. Stop. It sounds like you're. Doing no, I'm weird. calm. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I go for five thousand pounds. No, it doesn't say it on my screen. It's for some reason. Um, five thousand pounds for Paul Catamol's, um Oh, you are way off, Cedric. Um. Four thousand. No, you're, you're going the wrong way. Um, 10,000. Thanks very much for calling. I mean, <laughs> it's way off. Let's try June. June June will know. Hello, June. Hi, yeah. How's it going? Right, I'm not sure if I'll speak now. Right, OK. okay. Right. I'm on the phone because I feel a little bit starstruck at the minute. OK. Because I've watched you, I've watched you on oh. the jungle. Oh, yeah. I uh, yeah, and fell in love with you instantly, and I think there was some misjustice there. Yes, but we won't go there back. was some misjustice there. I was, um, I was um, like um, Rodney King in many ways. Wow, wasn't I? No. I was like so. the um, the, um, the 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 OJ Simpson's wife in many many ways in God, that show. Just stop. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, I've crossed a line. All a right. A bit, fine. yeah. Well, thank you, June. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Right, OK, now, all I'm going to say to you is keep your chin up. Yes. We've all been there. Yes. We've all done it. Oh. There, is, there is a way out. Oh. But I have... I've said to your man that answered the phone, yes. I have cheated. I have been on eBay just for an excuse to phone you. Yeah, go on. And Say it. Do, do you want me to say, say it? Say it. Say it. So this is, this is Paul Catamol, who I think... 
I can't. He's the dark-haired one from S Club Seven. He was a good-looking lad, yeah. Um, but then he went off to join like a, a punk band. His um, his Brit Award uh, from two thousand is up for sale on eBay, and with three days and seventeen hours to go, June, how much is it going for? Sixty-five thousand. Yep. Nine hundred. Yep. And including the delivery. Five pounds. There we go, including the five pounds delivery. <laughs> you could buy, you could make one of them for a tenner. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. That's ridiculous, isn't it, June? Isn't it absolutely crazy? I put it on. I went, "You're having a bloody laugh." Oh, surely nobody even knows him. Sure. We all know Hammy from S Club. <laughs> surely he's bidding against himself there to make it make the papers. I reckon so. I reckon so. I reckon he's got his family and friends on there boosting it up. And I bet it's relisted in about five days because they, they didn't buy it. Well, he says, if you read the description, he says, um, I didn't expect the bids to rock it like this, but I've checked and uh, these bids are coming in from people who've got thousands of, um, what do they call it, recommendations on eBay. Mm. You, you know, they've right. Got, they've got, so I think this might be genuine. Nah. I think this no, might no, be genuine. No, 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 because if you, if you ever tried selling something on eBay... Yes, you cannot change the description yeah. of what you've advertised. You cannot change the comment. Once a bid goes in, yeah. you can't change the description oh. of that item. Right. So he, he couldn't have put that if it were coming in thick and fast. He wouldn't have been able to do that. This is a strange old world, isn't it? I, and I was seriously, if it, I, I'd have gone... I'd have gone 300 quid for that. Would you? I would have gone 300 quid for a Brit, yeah. You're not. I would have gone 300 quid, June, because I thought it would be a funny present for my boys. Yeah. It's an expensive joke. Mate, I've got, I've got, um, I'm a celeb money, I honestly. Know, flipping it, you won't have it long. <laughs> stuff like that, stuff like that, I can, I can do for a little while. Um, right. That... My birthday's in August, don't do it. Don't... June, were you a fan of the S Club Sevens? Was I hell? No, oh. absolutely not. Oh, okay. I, I was I was Bon Jovi and White Snake in them days. Oh, she's a rocker. Hair rock. She's a rocker. <laughs> oh man, alive! All right, well, listen, anyway, June. Thank you, you for that. And next caller, my lovely. Thanks for calling in. I really appreciate okay, it. You keep your chin up, darling. Cheers, with Ta ta. Okay, darling. What bye nice bye. people out there! What sixty-five thousand? Just shy of seventy grand. I'm going to put that on my watch list. Because um, you just you just never know, do you? You never know. That is insania, insania. Has he got a record coming out or something? No, he's skin. This is why he's doing You're not it. Not anymore, eh? He's skin. Flipping it. Good, good for him. Um, this is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's try Kevin. Hi, Ian. Hey, Kevin. How's it going, man? Very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, fella. What you got? Well, do you know what? I'm, I've never, ever rang a radio station before because I never thought that what I had to say was that interesting to anybody else. But when you were talking about Christmas presents yes. or presents for Birthday kids, presents, yeah, is what I'm after, yeah. Well, just any presents. Obviously, Christmas has just come and gone. I've got one or two kids. I'll have to have a little count-up, but, yeah, it's two. Um... One is eight, the other one is ten. Yeah. They've both got iPads, they yeah. both have access to the internet, and that's all they need. They have both have bikes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think once you give them access to these tablets and... Uh, Transportation. Well, well, we're not allowed out that fast, to no. be fair. No. But um, 
But what else is there? I have the same problem. Unless you're going to spend thousands of pounds on a safari or yes. taking the kids out to a day they'll never forget. But my kids, I don't know, are not that impressionable. Kath has her hand up. Catherine, you time. want to... Time, you give them time. That's what uh, you can't... Yes, don't give them things that they can sit on their own in a corner and be in their own heads. Go uh, spend some time with them. And you don't have to spend thousands either. You can do... I, you can, I know, but I spend time with them and they don't enjoy it that much. <laughs> make, make them. Make, make a big They're deal like, of That's it. enough now. You, can, I have, can I go to my room? You've got to do stuff like, you know, camping in the back garden. And, oh, God. No. no, it's great. Not in January, I'm not. Well, maybe not. Uh, no, yeah. Hell no. Hell no. We, we don't leave the house until March. All right, well, camping in the bedroom. And, and it cold at the moment, Kevin. I'm, to be honest with you, this is the one thing that's my Achilles heel. I can't handle the cold. Oh, not can I. I don't know. I don't know what, what I, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like any temperature, actually. My fingers are cold now, and the heating's on full blast. Yeah. And everyone, like, if, if I see anybody touch a window in this house right now, I'll throw some sort of handmade axe at them yeah. to stop them from doing so. Because you can, even a door opening has to be, Open and shut within three seconds. When I when I go to when I go to the 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 house you know where my wife and kids live right, and I go in and it'll be it'll be the heat's gonna be on and it'll be cold right. That's your house, isn't it? Ian? Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. And I'll go there and um, the, it'll be really cold and everyone will, everyone will go it's cold and they've got like the kitchen windows open, the hall oh, windows open, no. everything's open. You think, who what are you cares doing? about that? Whose job is that to care about that? It, it's the dad's job's to care about that. And all the lights are on as well. Oh, don't even get me started on the lights. All the lights are on. Oof. Turn the lights off for crying out loud. Yeah. Do you know what I was actually thinking? Is there a device that only allows the light to sound for You know, in like a hallway, yeah. when you, you've got communal living where it yeah. stays on for 10 seconds yeah oh yeah those little ones those ones where you press it in and yeah, they slowly pop it, back out again like in an institution yeah 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 wow yeah really guys we're going that far are we yeah yeah or well, can you not get sorry, those um, those lamps that you that you put you, you attach to their heads coal mining lamps everyone gets an individual light well because then there's light everywhere and with leds these days th- that you could that can last on three triple a's for a month i saw on well, twitter listen, if i've got enough time i'll digress slightly to a, a million pound idea i had but yes. when you have a a newborn baby, you're worried about them hitting things and running into things. Yes, the first You go around one. the house and, and you protect the house. You pad things in the no, house. Yep. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Why not just pad the baby? Yeah, we go. A, you wrap a, a baby in bubble wrap. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more of, you know, like the, the goalkeeper, Peter Check, yes. you know, this thing no. around his head. Yeah, no. he had a helmet. Why did he have a helmet? Was his head loose? Yeah, I think he had an en- head yeah, he, injury. He had he? A, yeah, he cracked his head, so he now has to have a protective head thing. That's but, brilliant. So why not just ha- when you get a baby, just have a suit made of that, and then leave the leave sharp objects a around. Suit now. made of Banachek's head. <laughs> who did he? Who did he say Banachek? <laughs> Peter. No, not Peter. Peter, Peter Banachek. Right. Okay. Make, make a suit uh, out of his head. All right. Um, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Flipping it. Go away, you dirty... I'm cutting him off. I can't cut him off quick enough. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. So I've got no idea what to get. I don't want to give them time. Time's a uh, rubbish present. (laughs) My time time is very expensive these days. So six and eight, and um, I don't don't really know what, what to... 
get them. I looked, someone said, oh, take, take them to be a zookeeper for a day. And I don't like zoos. I don't agree with zoos. But I thought, I've oh, sod it. All right. So I looked at London Zoo, right, to be a zookeeper for a day, 240 quid, right, per person. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not just the ones that are doing the keeping. Per person, right. Actually, they're working there, though. Yeah, so... so they should be getting paid. That, they should be getting the day rate. of That, that surely is a day rate for a zookeeper. And I thought it'd be nice because, you know, kids like going and cleaning out elephant shit and stuff like that. Kids will love that. But 240 quid. So then I did. And I've done this thing, right, um, where, right, right, when I was in the jungle, I was with people who were constantly talking about how they got free stuff. Mainly um, Becky Vardy and Toff and Vanessa to a certain extent. And Jamie, actually, to a certain extent. And they live in this world of celebrity where they get free stuff, right? And there's, like, games you're supposed to play to get this free stuff. Hashtags and Instagram and all of that stuff, right? So I've been thinking, I'm going to have a little go at this. I've not <laughs> I've not got anything free. So I've added... When I was going to buy a PS4, I added PlayStation. thinking of buying a PS4, but I, nothing, right? So then I added London Zoo I today. That. I saw that. Saying, I'd love to take my kids to be zookeepers, but it's, it's a little bit pricey. Nothing. But, so what, what, what am I doing wrong? If there are any, like, um, C-listers out there, how the hell do I get free stuff? Where's my free stuff? I demand free stuff. I think you need to take more pictures of yourself, like, with your baps out and stuff. Oh, jeez, I suppose I could do that. I'm, I'm, not, um, I'm not that... Uh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Evening, Stephen. Hi, Ian. Hi, Cass. Hello. So, 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 uh, I was just thinking, Ian, when you mentioned about free stuff, um, Dennis kept mentioned oil, oil of Ulay, didn't he? <laughs> no, he was, he was definitely trying to get an indoor, like a celebrity uh, spokesman job or something, wasn't he? Never going to yeah. happen. People were saying, oh, you don't look your age, you'll give us a smoothie. He said, well, it's oil of Ulay. I got, got that tip from my mum, didn't he? He kept saying it about five times, I think. <laughs> he did, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to let you know something, but you probably already know it. But it shows you how considerate I am about these things. I looked in my local cinema magazine, and I know that you're a Bruce Lee fan, obviously. And there is a film coming out next month called Birth of the Dragon. Do you know that? I think I've seen the trailer for it. It it looks a bit ropey. It says... um, Typical of me, I've dropped the uh, magazine somewhere, Jesus. but I can, if, if one of the details, I can always find it. Come on, Stephen. But um, it says, set in 1964, this is from memory, it says, it's, a, it's an American-Chinese production, and it says, Bruce's early days, is there someone with a name like Walkman in it, like John Walkman? John Walkman? I, I, the, who invented the personal cassette player? Well, that's what it looked like. The, the words are separated, it, unless I've got it slightly moved wrong. But yes. it looks like his, his Is this the film where Bruce Lee comes over to America and fights in a tournament? Something like that, yeah. yeah the trailer looks terrible. So, oh, so you, so you know it already then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, the trailer looks absolutely terrible. Oh, right. Well, I thought I'd recommend it to you, because I heard your talk about Bruce exploitation uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, well... Further back than that, wasn't it? You were talking to the American guy about all those Bruce films. Yeah. Um, you could have advertised your own one, couldn't you? Like, and, and said, starring Lee, but meaning yourself, Ian Lee. Yes, well, that could have done. I could have done. It's a, it's, um, a very Orientalist name, Lee. I don't know why. 
But, yeah, uh, well, I mean, it, it wouldn't have been trade descriptions or anything because you are a Lee, aren't you? Ex- you know, obviously. Stephen, yeah. you're, you are correct. Thank you very much. I cut him off there because that phone call made me a little bit uncomfortable because I didn't know where it was going. He was a nice guy. It, it sounded like a proposition. That it sounded like come to the Bruce cinema. Bruce Lee film looks absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. Um, 0344 499 1000. Let's have some ads. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. Let's try Jordan. Good evening, Jordan. Let's go back to Jordan um, maybe later on in the year. Hello, Dave. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Um, I'm with Kath. Um, it's my birthday today, Sorry? and my kids um, didn't know what to get me. So my little one, yeah. he made me um, a little list of little tokens I can have for mm. things like a free hug and all that sort oh, of stuff. God. But uh, the one thing he gave me was Rocket League time. Here we go. Now is, we're in. This is it. Now we're in. This, it's more of a present for him, I think. Oh. But he loves Rocket League, and I love it too. And sharing that with him is brilliant. The two well, of us can for play those who don't know, and I don't think Catherine knows, no. Rocket League is a brilliant video game where it's cars playing football. It's, it's oh, brilliant. Oh, you told me about that. It is absolutely brilliant. My kids don't it, like that game, though. Oh, no. They don't like Rocket League. They don't get it. They like watching me play it, but they don't get it. It's too fast and frenetic for them. So I, they they I, they just scream while I play. I can't beat my my eight year old. I try my hardest, and I cannot beat him. I don't get. Listen, I enjoy playing Rocket League, but it's all luck, isn't it? There's no skill in it because I I can't I can't do anything on it. Just to, you know. Crashing and burn, burning up and all that. That's it. Oh, There's no skills. I've been get, I've, no, I've been getting better and better at it. And some people you can see are amazing at it. Well, I must admit, I do, thing... I do sometimes... Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, if you go on the Xbox Live, right, it will sometimes say there's a, there's a Rocket League tournament on, and you yeah. click on this button, and then you go and watch it, and it's like watching um, Sky Sports. <laughs> but it's Rocket it League, and they have commentators, and they have focuses on... Uh, have you you've played in one, have you, Sam? You, uh, and it, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's like, watching, it's like watching Sky Sports, but for a sport that I actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I don't like football, and I don't like, I don't like racing games, but I love Rocket League. Yeah, OK, OK. Well, I'll tell you what, for, for, for my son's birthday, I will get your son to play Rocket League with me. Does that sound about right? For, that, hang that on, why don't perfect. you just give him, for, for your son's birthday, give him a new dad. Yeah. You can go there. There we go, perfect. we got this. This is sorted, <laughs> Dave. done. <laughs> I've had, a, well, I've had an idea, though, listening to this. Go on, Kath. What about uh, one of them cinema passes? They go to the cinema all the time. It's not a thing for kids. Because uh, the past means nothing to the kids. I am the past to the cinema. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything. Hey, guys, we can go to the pictures whenever we want. We go wherever we want anyway, yeah. I'll tell you what I did with my eldest. He's 14, but he can do it from the age of eight. He really liked the Hunger Games. And he said, Dad, I really want to do archery. So I took him on an archery course. Yep. And we loved it. It's fantastic. It's a little bit... What? 16th century for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, I, I, I'm thinking my youngest, um, it, um, last summer, 
um, enjoyed horse riding, so I might book in some horse riding lessons. Oh, or something. that would be cool. Oh, that would be good. But then, okay, That'd be yeah, awesome. I'll do, I'll do that. I'll book in some horse riding lessons. There we go. That's the six. Well, okay, you sorted now. No, we've just got an eight-year-old to go, and his is first. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, how about an elite controller for the Xbox? <laughs> the elite. They keep breaking my Xbox controllers. They keep knackering them. I don't know what they're doing to them, but I've had to buy two new ones recently. So um, I don't. I'm not. I don't want to spend. Um, money on stuff that I know they will break. Yeah, well, mine keep losing the the, the 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 cover for the battery compartment. I've got none left. Oh, they keep losing gone. that, but they also the left thumbstick. It keeps anyway. It's boring, boring, breaking my stuff. <laughs> little sods. They're not. They're not having to go on my PlayStation. They don't know about the PlayStation. That's that's top secret. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, there's only fight over it anyway. If there's yeah. two of them, that's a brilliant idea for your oldest. Yeah. Robot Wars experience. What does that mean? It means you go and do battles. Um, how much? Uh, adult sixteen pounds standard or twenty six VIP. Child fourteen standard. That or sounds 24. a bit cheap. That means it might be ropey. Where is it? Or family fifty four. It is in Greenwich University of Greenwich. That sounds a bit rubbish. Yeah, it does. Sound, it does sound too cheap. It does. Uh, it sounds too cheap, doesn't it, Dave? Isn't that yeah, funny? It too be cheap. A tin can on a remote control car. Isn't yeah, it? you'll get twenty minutes. That's too cheap, Kath. Oh man, that's too cheap. Yeah, something like that would be cool, wouldn't it? There's something good like that. Oh, a good version of that would oh. be great. Oh, <laughs> Dave, thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Hi, Nigel. Ian. All right. What do you yeah. want? Sounds disappointing. Um, I wonder if you could help me with something on YouTube. Probably not. Go well, on. You, you're able to look up things a bit better than me, quicker on your machine than me, I should think. Yes. It was a, a Royal Variety show in 1980. A friend of mine was in a band on stage in that. Uh, he sadly died a few years ago. And I wanted to find it so I could see him again playing the drums. And it was, it was a Joe Loss orchestra. Right, so what Joe do you want me to look... What, what, what do you want me to try look... And look it, try and look it up for me, because I couldn't find it. Right, well, what is it I'm typing in? Um, the Royal Variety Show 1980 is basically uh, what what the video is, the film is. Royal Variety uh, and it should be Show 1980, yes. Uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was in it. Paul well, Nicholas is there. If, if we, I don't know whether you need right. to put... Well, yeah, you, right, what, what exactly am I looking for? The ho- I'm not going to watch well, the, the whole, whole show, show, Nigel. It's two hours long, buddy. Yeah. But if if it, I don't even know if it's on there, if you can find it, then, then that means I can find it as well. Well, uh, Jesus Christ, what am I looking for? Well, just the 1980 Royal. Yes, it's there. Has it come up on? Yes. So it, it is on there then. It's come yeah. up. Does it show any pictures of uh, what the start of it? Any photos? I'm a little bit busy. I'm doing. Oh. Oh, no, you don't need to look for it. That means it is on there. So um, I'll be able to find it on my computer then. <sighs> Hang on, hang on a minute. Variety performance. Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, will be arriving shortly. With her, we're mm. expecting the Prince and Princess of Wales, and also Lady Sarah Armstrong Jones. Is this the one, Nigel? Well, it must be. If it, if it says 1980, it must be the one. Okay. So I'll be able to find that uh, in a while when I get back to the computer. There we go. Yeah, you'll be yeah, able to. Uh, uh, Ian, I'm 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 a pre-Google now. I'm pre-Google. <laughs> Prugal. Prugal. Ian. Yes, yes. Ni- yes, Nigel. Um, do, uh, do you remember meeting uh, Darren Lawrence in Maystone? Darren Lawrence? That, <laughs> he's a, a fan of yours. Have you been to Maystone? There's uh, a picture of, there was a picture on his Facebook, a picture of you and him together. I don't remember meeting Darren Lawrence in, well, it, in Maystone. Uh, well, he's got this photo of you uh, with you together. And he told me to ring up the show well, yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm going to get that taken down. 
don't... No, it's on his Facebook, not yeah. yours. I'm going to get it taken down. <laughs> he, won't, he won't like it because he's a fan of yours. Well, I'm get, I, I'm not, I, I did not give him permission <laughs> to put my picture up. Oh, there it is! There he is! He look, found look. it. Look at is this. It? Uh, how tall are you, but you're very tall. Is it six four or something? How big my beard is that? Well, you had a beard, yeah. Well, I don't remember that picture being taken. Uh, it looks uh, like I'm Ian, on a boat. How tall are you? Will you shut up for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It looks like we're on a boat there. I think Will you please cast... be quiet? Mm. It looks like we're on a boat there. Um, I have no recollection of that picture being taken or my beard being that big. Yeah, okay, you can speak now. Uh, yeah, you look very tall up against him. I am a tall man, yes. Because he's about six foot, the same height. I'm about I'm about five eleven. Right. And he's about six foot. Heights, so, isn't it? Are you about six foot four? I'm about that, yes. That's very tall. Yeah, cause it, it it doesn't notice until you stand up against somebody, does it? Well, <laughs> you had a big black beard then, didn't you? It does. <laughs> have you got your beard now? Yes, I have got my beard now. Yes, it's a little, it's a little one now. Yes. Yeah. Did you like that song um, by Barry Manilow, I Write the Songs, that song? Was yeah, do you know good. who wrote that song? I don't know who wrote it. Not who? Barry Manilow. One of the Beach Boys. No, it wasn't Barry Manilow then. It was, one of, the, it was one of the Beach Boys. It was one of the Beach Boys. Oh, was it? Oh, that's a, that's a new thing. I didn't know that. Yep. No. Well, I thought he wrote all his songs that he sang. No. Oh. But he gets all the credit because he was the only one who sang it, basically, wasn't he? Loads, loads of people sang that song. David Casty did it first. Oh, I never heard anyone else sing it. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, my friend um, was a drummer in that band, the Joe Loss Orchestra, and um, he was a good friend of mine, so I'd like to see him play again. Yeah, well, it's, it's, that's, the the, that's one of the beauties of the internet, is that we mm. can find those that have passed. And I was, and, I was looking yeah, back at... Still um, speaking. I used to do sh- junior showtime as a drummer in the pits about 30 years ago, and I even found a video of the Hazlitt Theatre in Maystone. Wow, you really were the pits. <laughs> it's really old. <laughs> yes, yeah. joking. Yeah. But, but I found it. So there's so much on the internet, isn't there, to the, find? The internet is... is the, I read a thing um, yesterday that the internet is almost full yeah. They've got room for about another six videos. This was oh. yesterday, so it might even be less now. About another six videos and another two more blogs, and then that's it. Mm. It's full. Uh, have you seen my video on, on my Facebook? No, I don't watch your videos. I uh, find them I find them sexually unsettling. No, no, this is about some starts, some photos of yeah. me with the stars. I on find my all videos. of your videos unsettling. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, so you don't want to look them up? No. No. So I'll, I'll do a song uh, next week, then, if I find... Uh, I, I want you to... Great news. Um, <laughs> I was finding him particularly annoying this evening. Well, he had an agenda. Oh, dear. You, you, you flick back and forth. Another two hours to go. I just... Um, well, my last day on Good Morning Britain tomorrow. Oh. Um, I, uh, I've enjoyed it. I got bumped into Stanley Johnson today. I didn't bump into him. They... they he came. They, they, he was on, and he came into my dressing room, and um, and uh, so tomorrow is my last day. I have two hits, and I've got a feeling because this is mainstream TV. I've got a feeling they're going to like surprise me or something yes. on it. This is the kind of thing. There's going to be strawberries. There's going to be strawberry. I've had strawberries there already. Oh, the pig then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Afters. <laughs> um. They're gonna they're gonna do something because one of the editors took me. They ever, after after every appearance, they come out and like an important person will come out and say, 
absolutely loving it, him. Really, really love. And I'm going. They come out just to make sure you're leaving, is that? No, well, this guy did escort me off today, but I didn't get time to take my makeup off. <laughs> um, but they. Um, and he said, we've got a little something for you tomorrow just to say thank you. And I'm thinking. You, you, you've, you've paid me nearly five grand for these two weeks, right? That's the, that's the reward. The reward is the money what has gone into my bank account. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. But I suspect there'll be a little... Um, there'll be a, be a little thing. Little thing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, I, honestly, I'm, I'm having the best time. Everyone there is so lovely. There's a young runner called Sophie, whose birthday it was yesterday, who, um, well, when I, before I get there, she gets a croissant. On my in my dressing room, and like, as soon as I come in, would you like a cup of coffee? I'd love a cup of coffee, Sophie. Thank you very much indeed. Um, and then yesterday, I found out I could ask her to go to the canteen and get me bacon sandwiches as well. So do that. And um, everyone keeps coming in and saying, "Ian, um, you okay? Yeah. Do you need to go through anything? Do you want to go through the clips again?" I said, "No." It's, it, it, they're so surprised that I can do a three-minute section having only you know read the cue cards once so i just sit in my little dressing room reading my partridge family book um uh, and watching the telly and stealing richard arnold's expensive cologne and then i go out and do it and they go and i, I come off going that was a bit ropey wasn't it go, oh that was wonderful oh but that's telly they'll always say it's wonderful won't they no but no but people but like head honchos are coming out to find me to say it was wonderful when they don't need to. The, 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 the big people don't have to. Um, so I'm having the time of my life. I'm absolutely loving it. Would you come back? Oh, of course I'd come back. It's great. The one show have asked me to do something. Um, uh-uh. Yeah. And I said to my agent, he, he phoned me up yesterday to say they wanted me to do something. And then in the evening I texted him saying, uh, I'm not. I'm not convinced. Talk about it next week. He's, this is it. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, but you, I think you should get a full apology for the toilet bowl incident. <laughs> that was Watchdog. Okay, that fair was enough. Watchdog. That was that. Um, right, Jordan, Jonathan, Kasif, Jonathan, and Robert, stay there, dear listeners. Is one hour down. More hours to go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can phone in about anything. We've talked about um, uh, Brit Awards, about S Club Seven, about birth birthday presents for children, um, all kinds, all manner of stuff. You know the score. You can phone in with whatever you want. We'll go through the papers a bit in a, uh, in a bit as well. 0344 This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the moon. Watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy While I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty 
Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Jordan. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. How are you? Hello. Good, thank you. What have you got for us? Um, you're thinking of ideas for your son's birthday. Is yes. That yes, 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 yes. Um, have you thought about doing an escape room? Oh, now, funnily enough, um, I looked at this when I was in New Zealand, and I had uh, my nephew for the day, and uh, I looked into these escape rooms. And you basically go and you got. It's like. It's kind of like a crystal maze thing, isn't it? You've got like an yeah, hour I, or something to get out. Yeah, I manage one in Birmingham, and oh. the amount of families we have, because um, basically the premise is you get locked in a room for 60 minutes, yeah. um, and you have to kind of work together as a team. And, you know, as a, you know, two kids and an adult, you'll find that the kids actually do better than the adults sometimes. Shut so, the front door. These, these kids wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> um, yeah, that, yeah these, that, that doesn't... So what are the sort of puzzles you've got to do in it, though? It depends. I mean, so you can have, like, math problems. You can, you know, uh, there's one of, I can't give much about our rooms, yeah. but basically there's a thing that an adult will look at it and think, I don't understand this at all. Yes. And then the two kids will be like, oh, it's that, Dad. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, so it is. Um, so it's, it's a very interesting, you can't use your mobile phones, you're totally locked in a room. Oh. You've just got to work together for that hour, and that hour goes by so quickly. Gosh. Um, so yes. I reckon things like that might be quite good. That might be. You know what? That's not a bad idea, actually. Yes, I might. Um, I might have a little look at that. Uh, um, yeah. I, all right. Nice one. Thank you, Jordan. I'll have a little look into that. <laughs> no. By the way, um, I loved your podcast with um, James Bryan. It's really good. Oh, uh, really enjoyed it. Wicked. Thank you very much, man. It was. It was a thrill okay. to be asked because he's had like some proper good guests on there. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I. You know. I, I was honoured, and it's always nice to to have a chat with James. Cheers, Jordan. Yeah, Thank no, you, mate. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I did an interview with James O'Brien for um, uh, I don't know what it's called, unfiltered by yeah, Joe or something. Yeah. It's um, this chat, you know, it's, yeah, it's just stuff like that. I don't know James that well. I know James. I don't know James that well, and uh, we don't see each other that often. Maybe twice a year, I think. And it was just nice, you know. It's, it's nice geeky. Ch- it's just a nice geeky chat, guys. What's what's your problem with that? You know, Susanna Reid enjoyed it. She listened oh, she to it. She enjoyed it. Didn't she she? Uh, Susanna Reid likes me. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, Keeping Romance Alive in the Digital Age by Mills and Boone. Does anyone still read Mills and Boone? My gran used to have a shelf full. They, um, sell by the bucket load. Is it, I mean, is it filthy? No. It's not, there's nothing worth... No, I seem to remember, because I used to have a look at my grands. It's all just romance. I held his hand. There's no moistening or tightening. No, it's all very virtuous. Okay. Um... Technology can perform wonders, it says here. But when it comes to romance... Good to do a big... Big old yawn. There we go. It appears the digital age can't compete with old-fashioned gestures such as giving flowers or holding hands. In fact, for many people, dating apps, sexting and status updates have made starting and maintaining relationships harder than ever. So to help would-be Romeos and Juliets navigate the pitfalls of 21st century romance... 
Nils and Boone has created a modern guide to making your beloved's heart melt. Here we go. First, the don'ts. Mills and Boone claims couples should limit how long they spend on their mobile phones while together and uh, and to give a good impression should tidy the room before using FaceTime in which you have a uh, video chat on your smartphone. Yeah. Tidy the room. Well, you know when people go online and they don't think about what's in the background. So yeah. you're talking to someone and obviously, yeah. you know, if you're if you're doing FaceTime with the one you, you you love, you want to just be having this intimate conversation. Now, if I was looking over their shoulder and all I could see was like pants or like the room was a mess, you just think, Ugh, it's distracting. Okay. Yeah. No, I can buy that. Uh, experts, experts also advised against using email to ask someone out, saying there's nothing worse than an Outlook calendar invite to your date. <laughs> Mills and Boone surveyed 2,000 people for its guide, The Rules of Romance, with nearly half saying prolific mobile phone use was the top passion killer. Despite this, more than half admitted to communicating digitally with their partner more than in person. On this issue... No, 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 no. Here we go. On this issue, Mills and Boone... Are Mills and Boone real people? Publishers. They will have been. But were they real? Well, would they have been? Because um, quite often these names are made up, aren't they? Well, to... like Aunt Bessie. Yeah, Aunt Bessie's not a real Aunt Bessie. No, Sarah Lee. Uncle Ben isn't a real um, a real person. Sarah Lee. Um, Nelson Mandela, I don't think, was real, was he? Um... Mills and... Uh, uh, OK, on this issue... Mills and Boone advise lovers to use emojis. No. Hey, I watched the emoji movie the other day. It's all right. It was on in my living room. It's the other actually, day. it's all right. I didn't watch it. Got really bad reviews. Because I, I was in um, the sex shop and it was, I was buying a, some games for me and then I saw, I saw it was like four quid and the, the kids had mentioned watching it and I went, oh, I'll, I'll get that. Uh, it, it was actually, it was all right. Some good laughs in there. Really? Some solid laughs the in there. The girls enjoyed it, but that's no measure. Yeah, they no, liked... I, I thought it was, um, I, it was all right, actually. Uh, Mills and Boone advised lovers to use emojis while carefully avoiding images of smack that, of, that smack of innuendo. What, like the peach and the... Um, yeah, aubergine. they said that use emojis wisely. There's nothing romantic about a digital prawn, <laughs> aubergine, or the one of the guy sword fighting. What's that? Oh, what's that? The one of the guy sword fighting. Wow. <gasps> I didn't know that was a thing. Other no-nos were being rude to waiters. Yeah. And having poor personal hygiene. <laughs> Obviously. Amazingly, though, when it comes to what lovers should do, most of the advice from the poll would be familiar to our grandparents. It says holding hands, cuddling and stimulating the clitoris <laughs> are some of the best ways <laughs> to make a partner swoon. <laughs> Going on a romantic stroll. Is that before or after? Giving a bunch of flowers... And offering a reach around also <laughs> topped the list. This is, this is in the paper, in the Daily Mail. Oh, God. Men are more likely to prefer material acts, such as buying a, a partner a surprise gift, whereas women value those that involve spending time together, such as having a cuddle or a walk. <laughs> you idiot women. Uh, you absolute idiot women. For over 45s, 93% of people believed it was still 
Uh, hang on, we missed a bit. There was also a disparity across generations with younger people disagreeing about the romance of chivalry. For over 45s, 93% of people believed it was still relevant, while a third of those aged 18 to 24 thought it had no place in the modern world. Oh. Chivalrous acts considered outdated by millennials include ordering for someone else at a restaurant. Yeah, no, let's not do that. Um, I, whenever you see that in films and TV programs, I always think, well, how do they know what the person, what the lady wants to eat and drink? They don't. And what is that? What you're feeding me? <laughs> Lisa Milton of Mills and Boone said, "With so many people confused about romance in the modern era, it's clear that they need a little help. We have seen how um, uh, notions of romance have changed, but also how many age-old gestures remain the epitome of romance." What, like the reach around. <laughs> so, top ten most romantic gestures. Number ten, writing a love letter. Oh, yeah. Number nine, cook a nice homemade meal. Ooh, nice hot pot. Hot pot on the plate, hot pot in the bed. <laughs> My pot is hot. Dutch oven. 25, bre- uh, no, number eight, uh, 25%. Breakfast in bed. No, I, I don't get a breakfast in bed. I don't like eating in bed. It's just messy. You got. It's hard to sit up. <laughs> Seven, a candlelit dinner. You could get one of those beds. Yeah, I would love one of those. I'd love one of those beds, and I did look into this, where the, you, the, the two sides are separate. Yes. So one can come up and the other stay. I'd love, I would love that. <laughs> I would good. love it. That would be my favourite thing. Oh, God, what fun. <laughs> That's a really good idea, actually. Number six, planning a surprise trip. Okay. As long as it's somewhere good. Yep. Five, giving flowers. Yeah. Uh, number four, the reach around. <laughs> number three, stimulating the clitoris. Right, we got okay. that. That's number one, surely. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's, uh, no. Number two is having a cuddle. And number one is holding hands. Wow. Well. The most romantic thing you can do is hold hands. Who'd have thought it? Hey, Jack. Hey, how's it going, Ian? Yeah, very well, thank you, Jack. What you got for us? Uh, well, you were talking about escape rooms, I believe. Kadir informed me. Yes. And he asked if hang I'm a minute, Hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. What do you mean Kadir informed you? I'm a friend of Kadir's. Jesus. So Kadir's now getting people to phone in on his behalf. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the Kadir network, you know. I'm in his contacts. Flipping it, man. Okay. I know I know all about his security dodging, you know. I could I could talk for hours about that, but Yes, yeah, so he does too. Yeah. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? It's it's great it's great to listen to though. Anyway, so I, I was let's find out. Right? Let's find out if Kadir's mates are as dull as Kadir. Let's <laughs> let's go. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm 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 probably going to disappoint. I probably am as dull as him, if not more dull. But yeah. anyway, duller. So duller, yeah, much duller. So I was in the skate room and it's all going quite well. You know, we're solving the puzzles. It's quite intense, and you know, it's building up. It's building up. We're coming to the climax. We've nearly got out of this like Here jail cell. I'm waiting for the punchline. Waiting for the punchline. All these things going on. And Where's the punchline we get coming? To the last, we get to the last puzzle. Yeah. Last puzzle. We solve it, and it's like, it's sort of, you should be able to escape now, but the door doesn't open. So the guy has to kind of come in and awkwardly open the door for us, and he just kind of, it was such an anticlimax. Well, it but surely that's what happens whole... anyway, isn't it? A bloke opens a door for you. No, I, I mean, sorry, I'm, when I say we're, we're almost, I mean, we were almost there, you know. But I, I think something in the puzzle broke. The, the 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 room broke. You, right. And he had to. So well, the door what was sort kind of, of pu- what sort of puzzles are you doing in there? Oh, it's like it's all sorts. We have to like swing like a a wooden stick to a jail cell. Like we're all in different parts of this room, 
and I have to like swing this stick and try and put it in a hole. There's loads of weird things you have to do. All sorts of math puzzles, trying combinations for locks. Lots of locks. Crystal maze, isn't it? I'm I'm wondering yeah. if a, if a yeah. six and an eight year old are going to dig it, or are they going to get bored by it? I think they'd love it. I think they'd be really into it because you know they had some like dramatic music. Oh, you yeah, had this dramatic yeah. music. You say <laughs> now, <laughs> now that's what my yeah. boys love. I know, I know. Every every six year old loves a bit of dramatic music, you know. And I think I think they would. Y- you get really into it, but it just completely broke the uh, the atmosphere when they had to come in yeah. and awkwardly like just leave the door open. So when we got out, it wasn't that big of a thing. Oh. So, yeah. All right, Jack. But hopefully that won't happen. Well, fingers crossed, Jack. Thank you very much. I don't know where I'm going to... Hang on a minute. Let me put down... Um, escape room... Slough. Um, but, so where do I... F- uh, oh, there's one in Reading. Oh, well, maybe... Um, Okay, well, maybe we'll go to that. All right, that's that sorted then. Fine. All right, brilliant. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. All right, I, I found one in Maidenhead. They might, they might be able to do it. They might be. We might be, we might be in. Um, good evening, Ian. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? Okay? Good, thanks, mate. What you got? Good, good. Yeah, you were talking before about romance and stuff like that. Yes. I know something on the news, I can't remember, a couple of days ago, talking about the fact that... Um, Somebody came out and said the phrase women, ladies first is outdated and should never be used. You know, when you're holding a door open for somebody. Yes. And I thought that's a bit out of order. It's just politeness. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're supposed to do anymore. Just hold a door open for someone and um, then if they're near and if they're not near, you don't. And I would hold a door open for a man as much yeah. as I would for a woman. But so would I. I don't expect people to open no. the door. I don't. I personally don't particularly like being referred to as a lady. Because you're not. You're filth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also it just, to me, it just I don't know. That does sound a bit old-fashioned. So what are you, a woman? It's like when people say, "Yeah, there were a lot of men and ladies there." Well, women's fine. You don't have to say ladies. If you're saying ladies, you'd normally say gentlemen, wouldn't you? If you were saying men, you'd normally say women. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's fine. What about Beyonce when she sings about all the ladies? All the single ladies? Yeah. Uh, pass. Well, she's not talking about me anyway. Well, you? exactly. So, I don't know. You know, it, you, it's correct that we we are careful about the words that we use these days. Of course it is, because you don't want to offend anyone by using words that they will find offensive. More but... like filth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, flip side is, the flip side is when you know somebody and you hold the door open for them and you say it's before beauty, just, you know, as a cheeky joke or whatever. Well, well uh, uh, you're from a different era, though, Ian. Here's the thing that, uh, that I always find odd is, is some men do it, and I know that James Whale did it to you, Kath, is when they hold the door open, but they hold it open so that you have to walk under their the arch arm. of their armpit. Yeah. That's, a, that's a strange old thing. Mm. That's mm. a weird thing Because it's do. a space yeah. invasion, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's... Um... That's unusual. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't quite show off any height anyway. Yeah, we well, could get a box. I could... Wait, so you could get a box in, stand on a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah. How tall are you, Ian? Um, about five foot six. All right, well, um, I'm the same, but I could probably, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, if I was going to... I could get under your armpit, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's a mustard, I suppose. Ian's, you know, Ian's, um... That tickle you? Hey, look, he's going, he's off. 
He's off. You've, you've started a chain reaction. <laughs> it's different, I suppose. Yeah. It's, it's very, very different. I, um... I just think everyone should hold the door open just, themselves. Yeah, just... Let's get rid of doors. Let's get rid of doors. What do we even need doors for, Ian? Well, what about revolving doors, even? Oh. Hey, well, I'm, listen, I'm staying in a dead swanky hotel at the moment, right? Uh-huh. And uh, which ITV are paying for. Thank you very much indeed. My last night tonight. And it's got um, electronic revolving doors. So you don't have to push it. Mm-hmm. If you, but you, so you, as you approach it, it starts spinning. But now what that means is yeah. you've got to time your your entrance so you you you, you, you thank you um so a couple of times i've walked into it and it stopped because i've just not got the positioning right it's an absolute nightmare it's all about the pace and also i've been getting um cabs to places because i've just not been feeling up to getting on the tube or walking this week but i don't so there's loads of black cabs outside right but i've been getting uber because i'm i'm a bit tight they don't revolve as well no they don't but so what i do is that i then go and walk like a little bit away from the hotel, so the black cabs don't, don't know see me. That you're cheating on them with Uber. Get, in, getting yeah. an Uber, yeah. but then the other day the Uber parked outside the hotel, and I was like, "Hey, come over here!" <laughs> and, I, and then I had to walk back to the hotel and get into the Uber. Meanwhile, everyone in those black cabs is going, "I know what you're doing." Yeah, they do, and I, you know, what? and I use black cabs from time to time. Just this week, I've been using Uber, and I'm sorry, guys. I've what got you respect need for is, everybody. You, you, you need a cab that's going to be like a Ryanair flight. So if you're going to oh. go to fly like, like to Dublin, you get to like, land and follow or something like that. Yes, that could do it. That could. That's what you need, isn't it? That's what we need. That's what we need, Ian. Thank you very much indeed, um... Robert. Way too slow. <laughs> Kasif. Hello, Ian. Ooh. Yes, mate. What you got? Uh, one Let me think of last week. Right, we'll come back to you when you're ready, mate. Let's go to Jonathan. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. I, I was going to make a load of suggestions for what to get your kids for their birthday. But, OK, uh, go on. Af- after what I've uh, heard earlier this evening, I-, I actually feel sorry for them. Wowzers, that's incredible. Um, but yeah. There's no need to, because I'm going to take them to a, an escape room. It's not the gifts, it's, it's the time... Uh, you, you, you can't buy their love. You have to uh, get to know them as people. <laughs> <laughs> Relationship advice from Jonathan. Unfortunately, I know them quite well as people. Do you, though? Uh, but do you? But do I? Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, he does. Yes, 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 yes I do. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I have, I'm not going to pry too much, but if it... If it were possible, yes. uh, what I would like your kids to have for their birthday yes. is for you and your wife to be reconciled. OK, well, that's a little bit too personal, so, thank, so thanks very much, but that's, that's not going to happen. Anyway, was there something else? Um, yeah, uh, you, you, your kids like books, don't My they? My kids love books. Well, He's I, not going to buy them Mein Kampf. I would never recommend Mein Kampf. No, really? No. Overrated. No, uh, but uh, uh, there are two books uh, that, uh, that you could get them. Okay, um, go on. Uh, Judge Dread America. Yes. And Judge Dread The Apocalypse War. Okay. Um, um, is it Judge, Judge, you... Dredd's, Judge Dredd's a little bit old, though, isn't it? Well, uh, 
Well, the, uh, Judge Dredd America is like Romeo and Juliet oh. set in a fascist dystopia. Okay, yes. Right up there, Ali. And, and the Apocalypse War is Threads for Kids. Okay. All right. Yeah. Threads for Kids. Wowzers. There's a, there's a thing. Um, okay, fine. Well, I'll look into it, Jonathan. No problem. Thanks very much indeed. Kasif. Hello, Kasif. Oh, hello, Ian. Yeah, you all right? I'm all right, mate. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, well, yesterday I called, the last caller, I was a bit slow because I fell asleep, you see, and I woke up, I thought I'd call you, and it might take a bit of time to get on air, but it was clear away. I was going to wash my face and stuff and then talk to you, but... We do insist that all callers wash their faces uh, no, before we so speak asleep. Yep, yep. So I was half asleep, so you see, I was half asleep. But it was about, basically about Amir Khan. First you're saying you're friends, then you're going to get legal on you if you contact him again. And now you're going to, uh, now you're reconciled and going to Pakistan again. So, And then yesterday you said you had a bit of dirt on him. So could you elaborate a little bit? Well, I do have a bit of dirt on him. Yes, I do. Um, uh, what is that? Dirt? Well, the the I, I'm not prepared to. I I cannot divulge the dirt. Um, I have given him a week to pay me fifty thousand pounds, uh, or buy me Paul Catterall's Brit Award, whichever he decides is more appropriate. Um, and if he gives me the fifty thousand pounds, then I will not dish the dirt. If he doesn't give me the fifty thousand pounds, Kasif, then I will happily tell everyone the dirt. Yeah, and just a quick thing, you're talking about holding doors. Uh, I couldn't resist, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> good one. Game of Thrones joke. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I've never seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's, um, it's the last series of Game of Thrones coming up soon, isn't it? And I, I didn't see the last one. It's going to be rubbish. It's going to disappoint you. I've never seen it. It just does it boobs I and like, dragons. I it's... like it. I like boobs. I like dragons. Well, I like boobs. I like dragons, but I, 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 I'm not that much. Boobs that... and dragons is too much. I want to watch it all in one go. <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> well. well, thank you for that, Kasif. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Let's go to Robert. Good evening, Robert. Hello, Mr. Lee. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Robert. So, what you got for us? Oh, nice to hear you. Uh, before I start, can I do a magic trick for you? Can you do what? Are you on a speakerphone? Oh, um, you saw there? Well, yeah, but the thing we'll is, we, we can't hear you on a speakerphone. It's just my, my speaker is really rubbish. No, all speakers are rubbish. Speakerphone doesn't... See, see, can't hear me. Speakerphone doesn't work. Oh, Jesus. Hello. Hello. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Oh, brilliant. I was being sarcastic. It's worse. You can be. That's better. That's it. That. Yes. Why would you be on speakerphone? Because there's something up with my speaker and my phone, right? And it's really rubbish. Yeah, so why would you go on speakerphone? Because I had the earphones on there, but it kept cutting you off. Well, just, why can't you just use a telephone like normal people do? That's like 1980s stuff, man. We don't use phones these days. Come on, Eve. Yeah, exactly. Everyone... I, it's, I get so angry when I see people walking down the streets um, holding their phones like they're on The Apprentice. <laughs> oh, come on. What is wrong with your bloody phone? Is that working now? Yes. What do you want? You're going to do a magic trick, did you say? Yeah. Okay. So what, what... Right, so I'm going to shuffle my imaginary cards okay. just now, OK? Yes, yes. For a second, I'm going to ask you to take a number from one to ten. Yes. 
Right. Okay. Get in your brain okay. and take the suit, diamond, hearts, spade, or clubs. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Right, and I'll, I'll speak to you and I'll just have a wee chat and then we'll come back to you and I'll oh. get you. Okay. What you've got, right? Okay, I've written it down. Right, so what do you make about home brewing? <laughs> like making beer? Um, uh, I, well, I don't drink, so I don't make anything of it. But if people want to do it, good for them. What does it taste like? It's it's actually great. I've just started doing it now, but see on YouTube, yeah. there's a whole community yeah. of home brewers. It's really good. My, I remember my dad making homemade wine, and I remember at the age of 10 having a sip of it, and it was like, it was like terps. It was, it was strong old stuff, that. Was that a cat in the background? Sorry? Was that a cat? No, my cat's not here. Oh, you oh. mean Kath- You mean Catherine? Oh. Yes, Catherine is here. Yes, right. in the background where she belongs. Hey, where all the ladies belong. Hey, she should have her own radio station. Someone yeah, she should. She should bugger off to it. <laughs> Kath FM oh. or Kath all day. Oh, I've got a wee trick question for you. You want to hear it? Yep. Right, how old are you, Mister Lee? I'm forty-four. Forty-four. Right. So, how old are you? How old were you five years after you were born? <laughs> Tricky. Jesus. How old was I? Five years. Five I was, years. I was. I was. I, I was uh, four and five. Oh, well Got you, didn't I? You did. Right. Are you going to tell me what this card is that I picked? I will. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, what's three hundred and thirty-three times three? Uh, uh, I, I've got no idea. Nine, nine, nine. No, I, it's probably not. Well done, Cal. Uh, right. And where's this going? Have you, have you got your card in front of you? Yes. Is it the eight of diamonds? Oh, mate, no, Catherine. Tell him what I had. Oh. The three of diamonds. Are oh, you kidding me? Thanks for calling. Cheers, mate. Well. <laughs> Go to the adverts. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I don't really know what's. Um, am I? Am I? Should I be impressed that it was the? Uh, I said the three of diamonds and he had the well, eight of diamonds. If you well, a three is kind of a curvy number, like an eight. I mean, yeah, a bit. I'm, I'm half impressed. Very brave move of the Daily Star centre page spread. TV presenter, um, I'll find Dando Killer. Um, but it's it's the TV presenter. It's the bloke that um, is the head of the coppers on Hunted. Ah, um, Blexley. Is that his name? Blexley. Peter Blexley. Peter uh, Peter Blexley. Yeah, how do you know that? Because I was listening to Sam Delaney driving in, and he talked to him a lot, and he was on today talking about his new book. Um, Blexley on the run. TV's top fugitive hunter investigates the UK's worst unsolved murders. I'm a bit gutted you didn't do that show. That would have been fun. I'm glad I didn't do it because they didn't want to pay me anything for two weeks. I know, but it would have been fun. Nah, it wouldn't have actually. I I, I think Hunted is a little bit... Because here's the thing with Hunted, right? You know that it looks like they're using surveillance cameras and stuff. They're not. They're not allowed to use the real CCTV. And the producers couldn't quite explain to me how they did it. Mm. So what make what I believe is because you're with a camera crew. 
They tell them. them. They tell them. They tip them off. They tip them off. They have to. Because they can't hack into the CCTV and use that. Um, how are they going to hack into your mobile network, especially if you you go and buy you know a pay as you go throwaway phone? So there's a con going on somewhere there, and they want him. I was up for doing it, and I'm so glad I didn't because I think if I'd have done that, I probably wouldn't have got the jungle actually. And um, it was for stand up for cancer, so it was two weeks unpaid, which would have meant two weeks of not doing this, not getting paid. So two weeks, and so it would have cost me money. And then part of me's thinking, yeah, but I bet all the producers that were interviewing me were getting paid. They wouldn't be doing it for free, you know. So, do you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that I didn't get it because uh, I think the show's not as good as um, they'd have you believe. Um, top ex policeman and TV's hunted star Peter Blexley is on a new quest to crack Britain's unsolved murders all by himself. Shocked that so many killers remain on the loose. Well, I would have hoped he would have cracked them before he'd written the book. As a top Scotland Yard murder detective and founder member of SO10, the Met's most secretive undercover squad, Peter's clear-up rate was an impressive 100%. But the boss of Channel 4's hit fugitive show is so concerned that one in ten homicides remain unsolved that he is setting out to try and get results chasing up his own leads. Um, Peter has now written a book on the run revealing some of the mysterious murders he has re-examined um, we'll get, to, get to Jill Dando uh, no, that's someone else get to Jill Dando um, Levi Belfield um, get to Jill Dando I'm nearly at the end of the story well, that was the tease, wasn't it? It doesn't even... Hang on a minute. It doesn't even mention Jill Dando in it. Let what? Me, what? Let me read this again. Let me... Hang on, let me just play some... Um, no, no, no that, might sound, that might sound inappropriate. Right. Uh, uh, Wayne Trotter. Okay. Les Bates. Um, Alistair Wilson. There we go. He, he suspects that case has parallels with the unexplained murder of TV presenter Jill Dando. Peter adds, when someone is gone down on their own front step like that, it's a case that can and should be solved. We live in hope it will be. That's it! Flipping heck! Oh, dear Blacksley! Unbelievable. I feel uh, absolutely um, tricked there. Good evening, Darren. Hello. Hello, Darren. I'm in trouble. Um, I understand I'm in trouble uh, with Nigel. <laughs> I, uh, I've got Nigel's oh, last now. You're the, um, you're, you're, you've got photographs of me. Yes, yes. When I'm did really we, when sorry. did, no, that doesn't matter at all. This, when did, when did we was, meet? Um, uh, right, we met. Uh, before I start, Nigel's just uh, Facebook me to say, uh, I'm in trouble. Yes. <laughs> you, well. You've got to take my photos down. Honestly, we met at uh, a comedy. Uh, if you can remember, you did a podcast uh, show. Kath was there uh, with. Um, I've got. I've gone completely nervous, Ian. Don't go uh, nervous. Bring, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing it back. Bring um, it back. Um, right. Okay. So it was a comedy club in London. Um, yes. Oh God. I've forgotten. There was a lot of people there for your monkey stuff, and I was there because uh, of your radio show. 
so you had your photo done with me, which was very nice of you. Right, and okay. you gave me a CD, there which was there we go. Amazing. I'm a nice guy. Um, 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 well, and, well um, done, well done for that. Uh, my beard was very, very bushy there. It was, it was. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I can't remember the name, and I can't remember a, the name. And who's the famous guy you know? Um, Mackenzie uh, from the office. Yes, Mackenzie, yes, Mackenzie Crook, Jeff yes, Lloyd. Yes, can you remember that? That, that was that. I remember that. that, that War of the Words right, okay. in, in East London. Yes, yes I remember. It. War of the Words. That, I'm there. That was um, it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with the Outback. Uh, the. That was it. That, that was, was it. it. There we go. That see. was it. Well done. So yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm totally now. I've built myself up for about two years to ring in, and now I'm completely. Don't, 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 don't listen. Wrecked. Don't, 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 already, well. already, you're the best call we've had this evening, Darren. So please, <laughs> don't, don't think bad of it. How the hell do you know Nigel from Maidstone? Right. Okay, so Nigel lives in Maidstone. Yes, uh, and I've heard him ring up the show loads of times. Yeah. and then I was going through Maidstone with my family one day, and Nigel was there, larger than life, and I mean larger than life. He's a big guy. Yeah, in big leather. He wears leather oh. um, motorbike gear to ride his cycle around. Yes. And I'm like, this is Nigel from Maidstone. And, like, do I say something or don't I? Yeah. And I did. And he um, sung me a tune in a cafe. Of course he did. Um, but yeah. um, then when you went in the jungle, I put a photo, that photo up, like, support my... Or not my pal, I know you're not there. Support Ian Lee, yes, da, 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 as you do. Yes. And, um, but Nigel now thinks I'm an agent... Um, mm. Not a special agent, um, a, 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 showbiz a, a, a show business agent. Yes. And, um, and now he's he sort of wants me to um, put stuff onto TV for him. <laughs> I, I world cars up all day, you know. Have I you tried uh, to explain to him that you are nothing to do with the show business world? Yes, yes, yes. And I, I did say to him, he was on James Whale last night, I said, why don't you ring Ian? Um, and then he has tonight. And then the, yeah. the, the message I got from him earlier was like, Ian's told me to take he's having your photo removed. Yeah. And, um... Well, let's 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 keep because he doesn't listen to the show. Let's let. Yeah. Of course, I'm I'm more than happy to have that picture there. But let's pretend, Darren, that the, there is some argy bargy between us, and I am threatening you with legal action um, right. unless you take that picture down. But you are you are standing defiant, and you are refusing to take that down. How about that? Why should I? Well, because if you don't, then my lawyer will come and um, will will fine you fifty thousand pounds. I I almost had Kath in the picture, uh, but because I was so starstruck with you, yeah. I didn't, and I regret that. But hey, I'm not taking it down. I'm is, not. I refuse. Is, I refuse. Don't worry. No one ever wants my this. picture. This is no. This is brilliant. I did. I did. I did. And and Ian uh, Ian said, "Who is this? Come and see this woman." And and yeah. this woman. And, uh, and it was Cass. Uh, yeah, the woman. Lady. Lady. That's my producer. The, the woman. <laughs> uh, well, listen, Darren. Listen, I think we can uh, we can certainly um, run rings around um, Nigel with this little uh, this little fantasy that we have going between us. I have plenty of money for legal action. And yeah, well, enough, you... I have just met a solicitor tonight. Oh, hang on. This evening, a lovely guy. Oh. A lovely guy. And. Um, whether he helped me or not, I don't know. Well, but mate, I've got listen. I've got the up. I've got the biggest legal team in the country. My legal team is better than any legal team. In fact, my legal team is so good that they've um, stopped me going blind by with such good legal advice. So you better watch it, Darren. Get that picture. It better be down within uh, forty eight hours. Otherwise, I, you're going to be in big trouble, it. buddy. I can't. Do, I'm going to put it back up as my profile picture, and then you're going to have a case, uh, and, and you're just going to have to fight this one. Right. You're going to have to fight this one. I'm, I'm cutting this guy <laughs> off. I'm cutting him off. He's gone. We're taking him to court. Um, oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. 
the radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Yes? A um, couple of things. First of all, uh, now that you've worked with him for a few days, what, what's your honest opinion of Piers? He's very polite to me and, and very charming with me. See, I, I, I quite like him, I must admit. I mean, there are times when I think, oh, you are a bit of a so-and-so, but um, most of the time I actually quite enjoy him. But I've, never, I've not spoken to him. All of my contact you've seen on TV, because I don't see him, you know, so... Um, and he's, uh, he's, been, he's been very charming. Blimey, where are you, Ray? Sorry, I'm just walking down the edge of a dual carriageway. So. Okay. So, um, and the second thing, you, you interviewed the other morning my childhood crush. Derek Griffiths? Not quite. Purdy. Oh, Joanna Lumley, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was uh, unexpected. She was delightful, of course. And she looks great for her age. She, oh, she was wonderful and was, was flirtatious and was, was very, very funny. And she, you can tell... Flipping it. You can see why people fall in love with her. Well, I've got to say, whoever came up with the idea of, of giving her the BAFTAs, I think it's genius, because I think she'll be brilliant. Yeah, of course she will. She's great. She's, um, she's uh, a pair of very safe hands and um uh, it was a, honestly it was a thrill to be stood next to her for three minutes on live television wow and the last thing um Catherine, i'm coming to dublin i'd love to have my photo with you i'm afraid Catherine's not in the room ray so if you want to have your photo oh. with her you've got to pay me 10 pounds um hey simon hello hello simon couple of things <clears throat> um uh, yeah, uh, right, right, right. I watched the strangest television program last night. Yeah, go on. I have ever, on. I've ever seen, and I have to share it with you. You've probably seen it, but I have to share it anyway. Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Uh, series one, episode one, with the prime minister. Where he has sex with a pig? Is it? Is that the one? Uh, yeah. I've, yes. not, I've not seen it. I have. Um. Uh, but yeah, but it's meant to be strange, isn't it? Well, I think so. I mean, see, the episode two is even stranger, but not quite as shocking as it were. But um, I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> Why couldn't you believe it? It's just bizarre. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, "Am I really watching a fictitious prime minister, who's obviously meant to be a real prime minister, who is?" having relations with a pig. But, <laughs> but that's the whole point of Black Mirror, isn't it? But it's supposed to be... I've only ever seen a couple of them. It wasn't really my cup of tea, but um, I know people love it. But it's supposed to be outrageous and um, dark and twisted, isn't it? It's like um, a Tales of the Unexpected, but with, um, with actual unexpected things happening in it. Well, the review that I read of the series was that it was like a modern take on the Twilight Zone. I, I haven't got that far into it yet to, to make an assumption, but uh, or make a make a you know a decision. But um, I'm quite excited because if the, if the episodes are as random as they are, yeah, then I think we could be in for something quite enjoyable. But You're quite late to the... Because, I mean, what are they... they they're on, it's on Netflix now. What are they on? Season four, season five, something like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, I have other interests for the television, like oh. Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right <laughs> Why haven't you watched it, Ian? Because I tell you why, because it looks rubbish. I, I, I said that for years, I said that. And... Wow. It, I just, guarantee uh, you, Simon, I bet you uh, £100 that yeah. the end of the last season, the last episode, is going to be so disappointing. It'll be a dream or something, and you will feel cheated and betrayed. That's what's going to happen. Know. I don't know. You've got the journey. The, the journey no, I don't buy the journey. Awesome. With TV programmes, it's, ne- it's not just the journey, it's also the destination. And the destination is always pony. Let me ask you one question. Yeah. Because I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm embroiled up in another one as well. Yep. Have you heard of a TV series called The Blacklist? The Blacklist? Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Right. It stars a guy called James Spader. Right. Now, do you know who he is? Yeah, he's a famous American actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's very charismatic and very animated. He's very watchful. You know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he basically, he plays this um, most wanted criminal in the world, let's say, who walks into the FBI's head office and hands himself in. He then, they they then arrest him and put him in a big um, glass case, like, you know, Hannibal Lecter style, and he then gives them an offer that they can't refuse. So in order for him to maintain his freedom, he offers to give them all of these blacklisters who are criminals that are so bad that the FBI don't even know about them. Wow. This actually sounds like quite a good show. It's... Oh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And the twists and turns that that takes... Because now that's at Series 5, I believe. Um, Each uh, each series is, like, 22 episodes long. Yeah. Oh, it's it's quite a big... Hang on a minute. That's quite a big commitment to make. It is a commitment. It is a commitment. It is a commitment. But you wouldn't. Again, I don't think you'd. I don't think you'd be sorry. Is and Kath, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's just. I mean, just James Spader is so charismatic. It's, it's him that you invest. Yeah, in. James Spader is great. But you, again, I just know that the ending is going to be rubbish. I've been betrayed by Lost, by Fringe, by Breaking Bad, by um, Battlestar Galactica. Like all of these shows. Bad. All of these shows have let me down. I thought the end of Breaking Bad was. The end good. of Breaking Bad was all right. It was all right. It was. It, uh, but but even that, you watch it, you thought. Oh, bloody hell, you absolute bastards. Oh, I thought it was really good. It was all right. But, but, but what would you do? So would you be able to do it differently and do it better than you think? I could do a better ending of Lost. Now, I dreamt, I I dreamt not, a I better ending it. of Lost when I was off my face on Tramadol. I haven't seen Lost. Well, I could do a, a better ending. Would be, but I that, know what the ending is. Yeah, well, here's the better ending: that um, that it was them um, as that had sent themselves back in. They had sent themselves back in time to go back to do all of that stuff. So they were stuck in a loop. It's really hard to explain unless I'm high. But when I was high, I had this great <laughs> fantasy watching this final episode of Lost in my head, and it was like, "Well, this is brilliant, man! They've sent themselves back in time." Yeah, I get that. Okay. If, if, yeah, if what I've heard about the ending is is, is correct, then yeah, I'll come quite with you there. Yeah, it's funny. But look, if you get a chance, yes, and you and you and you're bored, and you you, you look I'll, at, I'll, look I'll at watch you I'll watch um one hundred and fifteen episodes of the the Blacklist starring James Spader because he's charismatic. Oh, he's so charismatic. And <laughs> so dreamy. 
and Game of Thrones. Thank you very much, Mutley. I appreciate that. Let's go to Wasim. Good evening, Wasim. You're right, mate. How's it going? Yeah, good. What you got? Yeah, I was wondering, with regards to the birthday present, I've got a perfect idea. I bet you haven't, but let's hear it. Yeah. Stick on a Bollywood song and take them for a McFlurry afterwards. Make class pay for it. You know they're not my kids, right? Yeah, but you can pay for it, can't you? I pay for, pay for someone Ian. else's um, yeah. ch- childbearing. Yeah, you can pay for Ian as well as your best mate, isn't he? Yeah, but he's... Yeah. Come on. Oh, I don't know whether he's best mate Flurry Take style. them for a curry, did you say? No, no, I said stick on a Bollywood song and take them for a McFlurry afterwards. A McFlurry. A McFlurry. I'd take them for a McFlurry, yeah, or a McCurry. I'd take them for a McFlurry. By the way, McDonald's, you want that one, McCurry? I wouldn't take them for a curry, mate. They'd probably be in the bug all night. I'll take them for a McF- <laughs> I will take them for a McFlurry. Yeah, that's you might get quite a few farts coming your way as well. Yep, well, OK, that's great. That's uh, <laughs> nothing, like a nice, nothing like a nice curry fart, is there? OK, thanks very okay. much indeed. I mean, Jesus, I never quite know why he calls. Um, but he'll e- email you to um, explain. Yes, good evening, Dan. Good evening, how are you? Very well, thank you very much. What have you got for us? Um, I just heard there's some changes coming to the station. Yep. Quite big changes. Yes. Now, as, as a nerd, I just wanted um, some things to be floated by you. Yep. A boat. Yes. A canoe. Thank you. A ship. Yeah. Uh-huh. A life buoy. Ooh. Driftwood. Hmm. A lilo. No. No? No. no. Okay. Uh, a dinghy. That's better. Cork. Yes. And a message in a bottle. That's great stuff. Thank you very much indeed. I'm happy to uh, accept all of those things. Um, so have they announced who's, who the new people are yet? No. So no one knows that it's going to be Julia Hartley Breakfast? Does people know that yet? I don't think so. Okay, fine. God. I don't know who knows what. No one tells me anything. By the way, you know um, Kath encouraged me to tweet yesterday to Julia, right? Um... Right, well, then um, the James Whale Show tonight came in and said, oh, Kath, do you know the login for the Twitter because we want to tweet something about Charlie Mullins being a, being a numpty? And uh, she went, oh, I don't know it. Text Denny, who's the boss. And um, so they texted Denny. And Denny said, um, quite sent back an angry text saying, because of um, last night's infringement on Twitter, shows aren't allowed to have the Twitter login anymore. <laughs> Shows aren't allowed to have the Twitter login well, anymore. Well, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but Julia didn't come in, so... No. Nope. So, dreams can come true, guys. <laughs> Breakfast, huh? I'm Julia Hartley-Brewer. Good morning, Breakfast. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. For the first time this evening, John mentioned it on his show the other week. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah, but he's... Oh, he's gone. <laughs> He's gone. He can mention whatever he wants. He's gone. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian and Catherine. I am a first-time caller, and I really enjoy your show. From what I see and hear, I think you're a really good guy, and it is hard to say about people today. Thanks. Um, but no, there's, there's changes happening, and it's always sad when people leave radio stations. Mm-hmm. As a fan of radio, I'm, you know, it's always... Um, perceived as disappointing because you build up relationships with radio presenters. You know, I know that. And um, you, it's all kind of quite intimate, the relationship between a presenter and a host. But here's the, here's the thing that, that um, I think has been quite amazing, actually. I'm really surprised they did it. Is that, as far as I'm aware, everyone that's leaving or is moving to a different slot has been allowed to do their last show yeah. and say, this is my last show. I know Sam's last show today in that slot. John's last show in that slot tomorrow. Um 
And I think that is, uh, that you, that never ever happens. That never happens. So hats off to the management for allowing them to do that because I think, I do think it's really rude when, um, People, normally what happens is you do your last show, you don't know it's your last show, and you come out and you're told that was your last show. And you go, and but, uh, so um, hats off to the bosses for letting um, John and Sam do their last show. Genuinely, I think that's brilliant. Um, and, and I'm I'm really excited by the changes that are going to happen to the station. I know a couple of the names that are coming, and it isn't for me to say, and I know some people are moving around and stuff, and we're sticking here. Um, but genuinely, genuinely, and this isn't me towing the line because I don't need to tow the line because I've signed the contract already. I've got the two years. Um, I think it's going to be for the for the the benefit of the station. And some of you will hate it, some of you will like it, and some people that have never heard of us will hear of us for the first time. And I think that's the key thing. There's going to be a few quid pumped into it. We've got some big names coming. I mean, proper big names coming to to join the station. And um, I think that. Uh, I think it's going to be brilliant. I'm I'm genuinely thrilled to be a part of this. Anyway, another hour to go. The switchboard is empty. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Gulped down her breakfast, shut the fridge and joined the throng. Margaret Beatty snatched the milk and scanned the news and went along. Annie Harris drew the curtains, screwed her eyes up, had a beep. Saw the marchers, heard their voices making early morning noises. Stumbled back to bed and tried to sleep. Come with us, run with us. We're gonna change the world, you'll be amazed, so full of praise, when we've rearranged your world, we're gonna change your world. Shuffling through the cold black morning, went the marcher's spirits low, grunting greetings, grimly pressing on to where they had to go. The sun came up, they brightened, stopped to have their thermos brew. Annie Harris got up gladly, bonded for a little sadly. Then got on with what she had to do. So come with us, run with us. We're gonna change the world, you'll be amazed, so full of praise. When we rearrange your world, we're gonna change. Target numbers swollen, up the marchers' banners go, chanting, shouting out with leaflets, protest for everyone to know. Sit in front of all the traffic, Harry busy shopping wives, try to stir their ostrich notions, whip them up to wild emotions, put some fire into their wretched lives. So come with us, run with us. Sitting by a policeman from the road Margaret Beatty had her face slapped by a man she tried to goad 
Annie Harris in the office Paused in typing, thought of Don Glanced again at his last letter Died for others to live better Brushed away a tear and carried on Someone's just asked on Twitter, is this a song? Is this song a hint as to who is coming? Because <laughs> if so, amazing. But I don't know... Well, it's not, but who... Matt Munro. Matt Munro. Well, how would that be a hint? We're going to change your world. OK, well, who is, is that? It, is it... No, is that... Who? Is that, that what they're taking it to be? Like, I don't we're know. We're going to change your no, line up They're saying the radio. it's specifically referring to someone. Oh. But, um... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No. I don't know. Um, so, no, is the answer to that. Maybe it is, but I, I, don't, I can't, no. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, her, Catherine Boyle, Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock till 1 o'clock. Strange old week. Strange old week. Um, for me, anyway, you, know, you guys might be might be a, a dull old week. I don't really know. Um, it's a strange old week. I mean, it was, we're kind of just sort of um, pottering through and... Um, We'll see where we um, where we end up. As she settled down for a Saturday evening watching TV on the sofa, Helen Gundry... Aren't surnames weird? Mm. Gundry. Oh, you're talking to Boyle. ...thought her husband Daniel was away working in the Middle East. <clears throat> so the 51-year-old was stunned when she tuned into a live television show to see him on screen and on the arm of his other wife. <gasps> What a chancer. The bigamist, 39, who was estranged from Mrs Gundry, appeared on Anton Deck's Saturday night takeover on ITV1 with his second wife, artist Sue Brooker, 44. And he, he has a look, he goes for. The pair were spotted among guests being taken by the television stars to the surprise wedding of Miss Brooker's sister. It later emerged that Gundry had married Miss Brooker in a luxury ceremony in Dubai a year earlier. He was subsequently dumped by both women who reported him to the police. Oh. Yesterday, a judge told Gundry, who admitted it was bigger me... Yes, it was bigger you. I had to change the sentence a little bit there to get that judge to work. It's good, it's good that he had caused both wives embarrassment, shame and humiliation. <clears throat> he was jailed for six months. Wowzers. Gundry, who worked in audiovisuals, married his first wife in 1998 and the couple had a daughter uh, together. Although the pair split and dated other partners, they never divorced. Warrington Magistrates Court was told that Gundry had lied to Mrs Gundry when she confronted him about pictures of his Seychelles wedding to Miss Brooker on social media <laughs> so in 2014. So she'd seen the wedding pictures? Gundry told her... Also, hang on, <sighs> he's added her on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
Gundry told her the ceremony oh, was not official and was simply a blessing, the court heard. But he later forged documents in order to get married to Miss Brooker for real in Dubai a year later. Gosh. Retail manager Mrs Gundry from Warrington, Cheshire, said her husband later claimed he had split from Miss Brooker, who has a son from a previous relationship, and even suggested they get back together. <gasps> so she was stunned when she and Daisy saw the couple on the Ant and Deck programme in March 2016. This is, I mean, guys, if you're going to, um, if you're, you're going to um, be involved in bigamy, don't do it on one of the biggest television shows in the country. And don't add your other wife on no. Facebook. What do you think to that line, one? Sorry? Yes. Yes, they did. They, the, the, for the last dinner, um, Jamie, Toff and myself were allowed to choose anything we wanted. What if they couldn't get it? They did really, really well. If they couldn't get it, they would call you back in and you would, you would have to come up with something else. But they did really... They, they, I think they got all of it. I wanted to have a nice dinner, so I, I made up something that I wanted to get. Why did you treat a Christmas dinner? Because I felt really un-Christmassy, and uh, it was only quite late on that I realised it was Christmas, because we did a thing and there was a Christmas decoration, and I wanted to try and feel a bit Christmassy, so I asked for a Christmas dinner. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. It's a good question. What if they couldn't get there? <laughs> when we were ordering the food, I think there was someone in a soup... Because the nearest supermarket was quite some distance away, so there was someone in a supermarket relaying it. And um, you know what I wish I'd done? And I really crossed my mind. I really wish I'd had rice and beans for all of the four courses. That would have been funny, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, but you were starving fun. by then. No, I wasn't. I felt sick at that point. Oh, really? Because I'd, I'd eaten that pig's fanny. <laughs> It was the camel brains that made me... Um, <laughs> so, um, mm. <coughs> oh, it made me cough. It will do. Camel brains. Oh, the, 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 the Jeff Lloyd used to play that song, apparently. No, it's not Jeff Lloyd. Um, so, yeah. No. No, it's not Jeff Lloyd. Um, okay, where was, uh, okay. Uh, speaking of the moment she realised her husband was with another woman on live television, Mrs Gundry said, I choked. Jay-Z yelped, oh my God, it's Dad, he's with Sue. I had to walk out so I didn't break down. Daisy virtually collapsed. I came back downstairs and we just cuddled. I think we both went into shock. Well, this has stopped being a fun story. Yeah, gosh. I don't think I cried until the day after. I was so angry and I went on Facebook. Never a good idea. No. Don't type angry. Following the broadcast, mother of four, Mrs Gundry, left a comment on show's social media page, which later went viral. She wrote, I love the wedding and the surprise guests. I didn't love the sight of my husband, who's supposed to be working in Dubai, arriving on the arm of another woman, a woman he's supposed to have split from last year. We have a 15-year-old daughter who's in absolute bits. 
In a victim impact statement, she revealed she'd suffered sleepless nights and depression. And as she left the court with her daughter in tears yesterday, Mrs Gundry said of her estranged husband, he's been lying for a long time, so I'm glad he found out. Um, yeah, my dad was a bit like that. He was never, he was never, um, he didn't marry him, but he had kids by him and stuff. But um, also, he wouldn't, you, don't go on a, you don't go on a live television show, do you? No, I mean, that's just, that's just asking for it, isn't it? That is just asking for it. Did he want them to know? I mean, is that, was that his way of letting them know? Because there are nicer ways. It's a strange old world, isn't it? Mm. It's a strange old world. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've got a feeling we're just going to kind of gently wind down um, for the rest of the show. Let's see what happens. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um, you'd be very welcome to. Um, Straight's only rule for lovers on Love Island. No homosexualis. Love Island will not have gay, lesbian or trans people on this year's show. Bosses have ruled out introducing them as they do not think it would work. Viewers had wondered if this year's updated casting call would mean the first gay couples spicing things up. Did we actually watch any of um, Love Island? No, we didn't. But the thing is, it has to be... All of them or none at all, because the whole mm. point is, if you don't mat- if you don't pair off, then you okay. have to get sent home. So well, if there's only two gay blokes and they don't fancy each other, they're both out, aren't okay. they? Okay, well, uh, let's get some bisexuals on there. Hmm. Ah! So if everyone's bisexual... No, it doesn't even need to be everyone. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. You could have one. And it would still work mathematically. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you have one. Job done, we should write to them. Um, But instead of last year's advert for a host of hot hunks and gorgeous girls, this year they just asked for vibrant singles. Show chiefs have also been careful not to explicitly ban gay people from the terms and conditions. Ah. Well, you can't, can you? No. However, the Daily Star understands... There will be no gay, lesbian or trans contestants making the trip to Mallorca. Producers don't think they can include just a few because the show is about couples copping off with lots of different partners. They fear it wouldn't work if a minority of... Hello? Who's that? that? Oh! Siri. Siri? Hey, Siri, what... Hey, Siri, who activated you? Hey, Siri? Who activated you? Stupid. What did I say? All right, let's try again, see if we can get Siri to... What did I say then? Hey, Siri, bugger off. Goodbye would be more polite. (laughs) Right. What did I say that activated? Let's read it again. (laughs) However, the Daily Star understands there will be no gay, lesbian or trans contestants making the trip to Mallorca. Producers don't think they can include just a few because the show is about couples copping off with lots of different partners. No, there's no, nothing... No, there. nothing that sounds okay. remotely like it. They fear it wouldn't work if a minority of... Alexa, play LBC. 
<laughs> annoyed. <laughs> I got a tweet from someone saying, by the way, I had to stop Alexa. <laughs> phoning my mum, phoning an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, call mum. A spokesman said executive producer Richard Cowles' comments about gay contestants from last year remained the same. He had said, the format doesn't really allow it. If you're familiar with the programme, it's about coupling and recoupling. Coupling and recoupling. It's about Uh, shagging and shagging. And re-shagging. Some viewers have called for a same-sex version or LGBT island. But a show insider revealed that there were no plans for it. He added... They don't think gay contestants will work. Gay contestants are lazy? <gasps> Evening, Gavin. Hello? Hello, Gavin. What you got? Right, quick one. Have you ever heard uh, the song Empire by Kasabian? Um, no, I haven't. Right, well, the beginning, there's a little kind of voice bit. Yes. I think it's Andre. Sorry? No, I think it's Andre. Um, what makes you say that? Well, play it and you hear it and you'll find out. Oh, flip it. All right, hang on a minute. Uh, what's the song called? Uh, Empire. Okay, let's have a little listen. Kasabian Empire. Okie dokie, let's have a... Here we go. Uh, uh, Sorry? There's a voice part that starts at the beginning of it before before the song starts. That's it. That's where it starts. Uh, yeah, my version's obviously different to yours. All right, let's try this one. Hang on, we go to a different version. No. Okay, right. Uh, let's try this one. Hang on. A kid getting shot. No, right, okay. Um, well, I'm just gonna have to take your word for it. Well, yeah, sorry about that. That's okay, I thought it would be a funny one, but uh, clearly not. Nope, nope, died an absolute death, but thank you, Gavin. <laughs> Love Island is huge. The first day, uh, January the 1st, they open the phone lines for to uh, take contestants. Mm. 60,000 people phoned up in the first 12 hours. 60,000 people with morals slack enough that they wanted to be filmed romping. They wanted to be filmed coupling and recoupling on an island. Isn't that incredible? Um, And it's funny because Big Brother have always wanted to have shagging. On the thing, and they've never, they've never had explicit sex. They've had, no, they've um, had the sound of it. They've had the sound of it. They've had it under the covers, and they've had one off the wrist. But they have <laughs> never, <laughs> they've never had the full-on penetrazione. But I believe in in Love Island that they've had that. Oh, really? I think so, haven't they? I don't know. I've never seen that. I've seen Geordie Shore, and you see every. I mean, you see the lot there. But I met they're the, very uppy downy. I don't really. I met the guy that, that like the 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 producer of Love Island because he also produced I'm a Celebrity. And he, he, I met him, you know, and um, I, I, when I shook his hand, I had to go and get a wet wipe immediately because it just felt <laughs> <laughs> it just felt wrong. 
it just felt wrong. I mean, God. Um, How did you get famous, Mummy? Well. Well. Um, basically, I blew some guy off on an island. And, and re-blew him. Uh, and re-blew him. And it was uh, it was great. It was it was a way into show business in those days. O three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. We're kind of um, sputtering along towards the end of a show here. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those. My brain's not fully functioning, and that's fine. Good evening, Sarah. Hello, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you very much. What have you got for us? Well, I was just wondering, would you ever consider having a sort of like an agony hour slot on your show? No. Oh, why not? Well, well, I don't like doing hours necessarily, unless people are paying us to do hours, in which case I don't mind doing hours. But, um, no, but, uh, but you know, but I, I'm always happy to help people with their personal problems. Oh, can you help me with my, my teenage daughter? Of course I can. Tell us, tell us what's going on with your teen. I speak, I speak uh, Delingo, so tell us what's going on, and we'll sort it out. Oh, I hope she's not listening. I don't know who I am. Don't worry, she's probably um, not. So I, t- I tell you, right? My husband and I are sort of like going through a divorce, and uh-oh. I've got four kids. Uh oh. So, uh oh, yes, indeed. Tell me so about it. Yes. I've got, I've got a twenty-two-year-old son. Yes. I've got a 19-year-old daughter yeah. and then two teenagers aged 15 and 13. So okay. I've got four of the little yes. darlings. Anyway, yeah. it's my 20-year-old one. Uh, she used to be, many years ago, she used to be a lovely girl where she would be a real home girl. She'd sit at home and, uh, you know, spend time in the lounge with us. And, you know, she was a real home bird yes. up until my husband and I uh, went through a separation, yes. and well, she started her first job. And then she sort of got herself a car, and now she goes out and she goes off wherever she wants to. And oh. rather naughtily, I have a little look in her room. Uh-oh, and, she's 20. Uh-oh. You can't look in a 20-year-old's room. I know, but wait, just whoa, 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 <laughs> wait. wait. I've given her all the freedom. She says, oh, I'm going off to my friend." ex's house, you know, female, I don't know, call it a Claire's house. Let's call it Claire, yes. But, yeah, but you, I, I, you know, like Mother's Sixth Sense, that yeah. she's not going to Claire's house, Claire's she's house, going no. off somewhere else. To Tony, she's, she's going always, to Tony's house. Yeah, it could be Tony. Yeah. Or anyone else. And anyway, so in her room, my younger daughters have found some stuff and they pointed out to me, maybe about, I don't know, six months ago, yes. fine. Anyway, I she sort of then started doing her laundry late at night and oh and then drying certain items of it in the cupboard. Wow! So when I go in the room, I look, you can smell it's damp. Yes. So anyway, I happen to look and she's got this suitcase. Oh! And it's got lots of sort of rather what uh, sort of oh oh I'm I'm, I'm <clears throat> fifty right, so I'm probably a bit of a prude. She's got a naughty suitcase. Yes, it's sort of like, I mean, it's got sort of a lot of skimpy other underwear, songs. It's got, I think she had, and goodness knows what she's got in there. But one, I pulled out and I had a look in there, and this time I found tape in there, sort of like bondage tape. And I felt something's gone wrong here. Now, what would you do if she, if she was your daughter? <clears throat> well, um, gosh, that's an excellent question well the thing is she's 20 yes so she is a she's a grown woman 
Yes. And um, there's nothing... Okay, all right. There's nothing inherently wrong with consensual bondage. But, I mean, I just think... I, it was the tape, and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. who is she with? Yes, of course, you're worried about her, yeah. It, it's, it's kind of like there's no... Um, What's the word? If if you have, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you know, you, you kind of, like, you go out regularly with them, don't you? You yeah. sort of... But there's no sort of... There doesn't seem to be a regular pattern of when she goes out. She'll see her, her girlfriends, yeah. but then she'll suddenly disappear for a couple of nights yeah. and suddenly wash all this rather skimpy underwear. Yeah. So my brain starts working overtime and then I see this bondage tape. Well who is she with? Right. It's like a it's like a prostitute's bag. Right. Uh, okay, right, let's let's cut to the chase. Are you worried that she is she is a prostitute? No, I'm not right. worried okay. she's a good, prostitute. Good. I'm worried I don't know who she's with. No. Though, you know what I mean? Yeah of course I do. Why all right, let all right, let's let's tread around this as delicately as we can. Okay. So you um why um why should you know who she's with? Uh, because I just worry that she's perhaps with... Yeah. uh, She could be with... uh, I I don't know. She could be dating or seeing different people. It could be someone who's much older than her. You know, she never mentions that she's with a boy. And, you know, you just don't trust where she's going. I mean, I once had a look at her car one weekend. She'd done... She went out for the night and she'd done a hundred and... 40 miles, so from where I live, she could have gone from London and back. I mean, I, I just do not know where she is. And my ex, he just, he, well, he says the same as you, but mother's intuition yeah. says, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm a bit uncomfortable because she, she'll never say, oh, I've met this boy mm. um, or man. I don't know if he's married. You, you, you don't know who it is, if it's a different one every time or, or what she's doing. Kath? Because Kat's got daughters, obviously a lot younger. Yeah, and I've been 20 and I haven't had a suitcase. Um, here's, here's where I, I, I only had a suitcase in my early 30s yeah, no. and that didn't last didn't very long. Any. No. Um, here's what I think. Go on. Because I get it and I get the fact that it will be gnawing away at you and you are going to be lying in bed waiting for it to come home. You hear that washing machine going again. You're thinking all sorts. I get it. I get it. I get it. She is a grown up. But she's living yeah. with you, and she will always be your baby, right? So, I think maybe. But what... she's. Let's just stop me there. She's now packed her bag, and she's gone to her dad's. Well, she hasn't told me she's gone to her dad's, but I'm ninety-eight percent certain right. she's gone to her dad's. Right. This book. Have you got a decent enough relationship to be able to do this together, you and your husband? Uh, yeah, it's tough at the moment because. Um, I, I didn't want the separation he does, oh, and uh, I'm sorry. It, it, it's just one of those things. But he wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't be playing a role. He wouldn't. She wouldn't be able to play one off against the other, would she? No. But right. he, he. He. I think he's coming where. I think where you and Ian are saying. You know, she's twenty. She's an adult now, and yeah. I was married when I was twenty. Yeah. But well, let's see how he my... deals with her washing her pants in the, in the middle of the night because it'll worry him as well. 
he will worry himself. <laughs> Here's the thing. Young people like to experiment, and uh, they experiment with sex, and they can sometimes experiment with drugs and alcohol, and they can experiment with different clothes and the way they look, and they try and find, you know, their role in life. And, and maybe that's that's what she's doing. But what I would say to you is, here's what if you have if you feel you have to say something, and it feels to me like you want to, mm. be really gentle about it. And what I would say is, yeah. listen, you know, I, I've, I've noticed that you sort of come and go and I get it and you're an adult and everything. I just hope that whatever you're doing, you're looking after yourself and if there's ever a problem, you can talk to me about that it. That is such a... Um, I, that is such... Uh, yes. um, uh, that's such a, a, an old person's thing yeah, to say my to a young to person. Me. My mum said it to me and, and there's kind but of But I bet so you didn't appreciate it at the time. I did. Looking back at it, you'd appreciate it. No, I did, it. actually. At I the age actually. of 20, but you were a bum lick. I wasn't. You oh, I was not. But I don't know what relationship you've got with your daughter, but phrase it in a way that sounds more natural to you. But just let her know that that you're there. Yeah, and, and that you're yeah, a bit yeah. and you're a bit worried, but you know, you trust her and all that stuff. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Thank you so much, Kathy. Here's the so thing, Sarah. If you've brought if you brought her up properly, which it sounds like you have, then I'm sure she will be playing safe, so to speak. If she you is know. playing, we don't know. We, we don't know. You know, maybe, maybe she, well, we don't know. Uh, but I'm sure she's she's playing as safe as one can when it comes to sex. And of course, we worry about you know our kids getting involved in sex and having dangerous you know diseases and stuff mm. like that. I'm sure she's doing everything sensibly in the way that she should. Um, it, it, I, I just think if you. My concern would be is if you meant if one mentions it to her, the embarrassment that that might cause exactly. could, yeah, could, then... could 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 drive her even further away. But then what? Okay, but the counter to that is, what if she is in trouble and can't tell you? What do you mean? I would hope that she, I hope that she could come to me. Yeah. If, Push comes to the shove, you know. Okay, well, if you've laid those foundations, if you've laid those foundations down, I guess there comes a time in any parent's life where you know, if she didn't live with you, she could be up to all sorts, and you wouldn't know about it. Do you know where Mm -hmm. where my head is going? Really, is um, um, twenty is is a grown adult. Okay, and if she's living in your house, then of course there are certain rules that have to be fulfilled. But but um. I kind it's of think... the mother gut feel, yeah, Ian. I yeah. don't know. It's the mother gut feel. What do you, okay? Well, what do you, what do you, what are you concerned that might be going on then? What, what's your biggest fear? <sighs> okay, about a year ago, I was, you know, looking on the. There was sort of like, you know, she got into sort of like, I think it was Tinder, and then she was having texts from sort of uh, some chaps at work. I think a guy at work that was. Gage, but he was texting her quite late at night, and yeah. I thought, mm, okay, but I haven't looked at her phone for God donkeys, and it's just, yeah, she was a she was a real, you know, she was the sweetest, yeah. uh, loveliest girl that you can believe, very innocent, and then she's changed. <laughs> she, you know what I mean? She's she's found, I don't know, I guess freedom or whatever. She's found boys, but she won't mention it. To us, because she's such a shy girl. Um, it, but but know, what are you afraid just... of? What are you? What are you? In your your biggest nightmare, what is your fear that's going on? Okay, I suppose my I saw the tape, and I'm thinking, what the hell is she doing with that tape? You know, 
Is it, you know, it's of a bondage? Okay, it could be across the arms, legs. Is it going across the mouth? Who is she with? Is she with someone older? Is it a one-off thing? Is it a regular thing? You know, who who is she with? Is it, you know, because she doesn't seem to be going out sort of like every Saturday night or every Friday night. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's it sort of, it's very hit and I it's, think. I think. I don't know. It, Go on. Uh, sorry. No, I, 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 I just think that it's. Uh, I was going to get in because we. Was, was, uh, I just think that that's the, one of the burdens of being a parent is yeah. is, is constantly um, worrying, and th- there's obviously stuff going on with you, Sarah. And you know, d- divorces. Uh, I, I can, you know, as I know, is 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 horrendous, especially if you if you know it's the other person has kind of instigated it. Um, and you're fee- I would imagine that you are feeling particularly protective of your children and protective of, of uh, you know, a daughter because you don't want the same things to happen to her that have happened to you. Um, and I also think she's 20 years old and 20 is actually quite old. And if you've done a good job of bringing her up, which I'm sure you have, then her head will be screwed on. And she will be sensible and she will be having fun, um, but she will not be putting herself in any risk. And I think you've kind of just got to let her get on with it. I th- I think. I mean, I don't know. I think I think what you and Catherine are saying, uh, uh, yeah, you, you make sense, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I, you made me feel clumsy about what I said now, but... I think she just needs to know you're there, even if it's not yeah. talking specifically about yeah. that. Just say, you know, we haven't had a chat for a long while. Let's go for a coffee or something without the other kids or something like that where you just reconnect and it doesn't need to be anything to do with anything else, but just so she feels a bit closer to you, just in case. And can I yeah. just can I just say something on a practical level? Um, uh, how do I phrase this, right? Um, um, uh, bondage tape is better than handcuffs. Basically, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? She's got those as well. Oh bugger! Ooh. In that case, then well, you know. Okay, I was just saying because if if it was just that, that stuff is you, you can break out of that. Da, la, 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 la. Uh, um, just just to say, I'm just saying that's the thing. Um, uh, well, uh, I, I I don't think we've been any help to you, Sarah, whatsoever. But um, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Okay. Let us let us know. Let us know how it goes and stuff. I like I like what Catherine said. That was yeah, you know good. try and sort of reconnect with her and yeah, just yeah. sort of I think, let her know that I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's part of it, isn't it? Because I feel like you know that that invisible elastic gets stretched and stretched, you know, from when they're really little. And I can imagine once they're twenty and they've got a car, you know, it's the worries even It'll more. Help bracelet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you sound like a good mum though. So just have a have a chat with her. Yeah. She's lucky to have you. Yes, oh, thank you. That's really sweet. Thank you, too. Bye. Thank you, Sarah. Take we'll care. speak again soon. Take care. Right, take care. Bye-bye. Ta-ta-ta-ta. Um, that was an interesting one, wasn't it? That was an interesting one. Um, thank you for that, Sarah. Let's go to Sandy. Good evening, Sandy. Hey, Ian Kath. How's it going? Hey, Sandy. I like the way Ian Kath has become one word now. <laughs> Ian Kath. <laughs> yeah, it's going all right, Sandy. We're alive. That's the main thing. Well, I'll start tonight's phone call off with my all-time favourite, favourite opening. Yes. How much does a polar bear weigh? I don't know. How much does a polar bear weigh? Don't know either, but I thought it would break the ice. Yay! Look at that, Sandy. Sandy did a funny. Sandy did a funny. We'll run it through the computer and we'll let you know (laughs) just how funny she did. Thank you, Sandy. 
no problems at all. Now for the difficult second joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, every now and again something random pops up, but uh, as usual, I've been I've been listening to the show, a couple of South African things on it. Yes. So disappointed you did not get the eleven languages, but I'll let that go. We got I got it eventually. It was Zimbabwe. Uh, well, uh, but well, yeah. I'll let that go because it is it is it is quite hard to understand eleven languages. Yeah, I'll yeah. confirm Nelson Mandela is real. I've I've met him. Okay, well we only we have that, your we only have your word on that. I I I know I know and and, and you're going to have to take it. Okay, fine. Um, and then the the other bits and pieces this evening have been about movies and TV. Yes. I, first of all, Cass, I don't watch it for dragons and boobs, Game and Thrones. I watch it for dragons and Kit Harrington. Okay. End of. Um, but I do find series, you know, I, I also got a bit disappointed by Lost because you invest so much and you wait so long for the next installment to come. Yeah. And when it finally does... It's like, oh my god! I've spent the last five years of my life waiting for this. Yeah, I lost, lost completely. Did us over. It completely did us over. I, 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 it's, I, I can't even talk about lost because I'm still a bit enraged. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm furious about it. They wasted so much of my time. Yes, and you, I mean, you you were really quite invested in Lust, if I'm not mistaken. You went to Hawaii. I went to Hawaii times, twice. I went and went to the set. I hung out with everyone. I defended it, even when everyone else was knocking it. And then oh. the last series was a bit ropey, and the last 20 minutes were awful. The absolute worst. Yeah. But what I have taken to now is is, I, is I'm quite into miniseries. So if it if it doesn't work out, that's only six or seven episodes of my life that I might have lost. Yes. And there are two in particular that are yes. that are really quite good. Yeah. Um, one is Alias Grace, and the other is The Sinner. They're both on Netflix. It means nothing to me. Oh well, I mean, you're obviously they are. Did you did you watch The Handmaid's Tale by any chance? No, I don't really. I don't watch TV series anymore because I just know that they will disappoint me. I feel the same. Alias Grace is another. It's it's another series converted by a book by Margaret Atwood. Yeah. And it is vaguely related to mental health, as is the sinner. And it's very involved in the relationship between psychiatrist and patient. Yeah. Both of them are female um, murderers. Um, and it's... Look, I don't, I don't want to... You can Google both of them, but they are strong recommendations and they will not disappoint. I've watched them twice. They're okay. really, really, really good. Okay, thank you. And if you're looking at movies and sticking to the South African theme, have you seen District 9? Oh, District 9's a great movie. I love that. Yeah, I saw that at the pictures. That was, uh, that was a superb movie. It, it's, one of my, it, it, it's one of my all-time best. Like for, for, you know, I, sometimes I really wish that I could... Like, as a South African, I, I think I probably... South Africans probably love that movie more than anybody in the world because we get, we, we get like, the subtleties in it. Isn't it? It's a long time since I've seen it, Kath. 
It's brilliant, right? So it's basically, it's about apartheid, but instead of it, it, it being black people and white people, it's humans and aliens. Right. And so these aliens are kind of living in shanty towns and ghettos and things. And it, that's, that's right, isn't it, Sandy? It's, I haven't seen it for years. Yeah, I, look, I think I think this, you know it it is sort of about apartheid, but it's also sort of about people and sort of you know about it could be about Calais. It's so relevant to everything these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So uh, it's basically you know, about it's just, an underclass and how people can yeah find yeah. Themselves it's a good old film that. Oh, I really, really love that. And the, and the follow-on movie to that was also quite good. I don't know if you saw. It was called Chappie. No, there was. Hang on, there was a follow-on movie to it. Oh, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a District Nine sequel, but it was by the same director. Oh no, I didn't. And know it also this. starred Shalto Copley, who was the detective in District Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great actor, of course. Uh, no, I was unaware of this. Honestly, I, I well, you're quite into music. Yes. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Antwort or the Antwort, as you might say. No, I have not. <laughs> okay, well, they they kind of like a garage. South African rappy bands, they are very yes. far out. Yes. I, I, they, they describe their music as F, and it's, I cannot describe it to you because I've never heard anything else like it. Mm. What, what's that got to do with the film? I'm confused. They, they do the music for the film, do they? Uh, they're in it. Right. Um, it's, it's, well, they star in it, and basically it's about... Uh, robots being used instead of police. Oh. So it's all about artificial intelligence replacing life and, and, and the hazards that can go wrong. Yes. But it is an absolutely, absolutely... It's an outstanding movie. Okay. And I would highly recommend that. Well, I might check that out this weekend when I finish checking out Three Billboards, because that's the movie I really want to see. That is a movie I really, really want yeah, to see. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm going to do it. I want to see it, and I want to devour it. I love everything with Woody Harrelson. Seriously, he's got to be one of the best actors. I'd he, like to see Woody Harrelson, Nick Nolte, and uh, John Goodman in the same movie. That would be great. Harrelson and Nolte? That's, yeah. that's too much crazy, yeah, That it? would be great. I love those three guys. Yes. Do you know, in fact, do you know what that's making me think of? It's Tropic Thunder. Wouldn't Woody Harrelson have had a, a yes. great part to play in that movie? Have you I, was, seen it? I was disappointed by Tropic Thunder. Hey, listen, Sandy, I'll go because I've missed two ad breaks and I'm late. Thank you very much for that. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Jane. Good evening, Jane. Hello, Ian. Good evening. Good evening, Jane. What have you got for us? Well, my call is just to say thank you. I'd just like to say thank you very much for introducing me to your show oh. and to Catherine. Oh. And, <laughs> and also to say thank you for GMB. You've been brilliant. Hey, thank you. It's, it's, um, yeah, I've, I've had a great time doing that. It's my last one tomorrow, and I've, I've had a thrill, and it's been silly and wonderful and... Um, I've I've really enjoyed it. So thank you, Jane. That's very kind. Well, we don't thank each other enough, and I just wanted you to know I'm 58 soon. Oh. Um, so the jungle has introduced me to your radio program, and I've laughed like I don't know what. Oh, wicked! So that... I just want to say thank you, oh, and, it, and a quick piece of advice for the lady that called earlier. Yes, I would write her daughter a short letter oh. because that way she doesn't have to have eye contact with her daughter. Yep. Yep. She could just write how she feels, not too much detail, not too intrusive, 
and following up on what Catherine said, I'm here if you want to talk. And that way she can always look back on it and say, my mum cares and she loves me. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mention the suitcase. <laughs> no. <laughs> or, or checking the mileage, you know. No. I mean, that felt a little... To me, checking the mileage felt a little bit. I know, and me, you, I felt a bit. Ooh, yeah, I know, and we all think that. Yeah. But if it was my daughter, I can't say I wouldn't because no, I can't but, imagine how frightening that must be. Exactly, exactly. But I work with vulnerable adults, and I just know sometimes a way of bridging that sort of gap is just to jot a nice, simple That's an letter down idea. together. But uh, but hey, I just wanted to say good night before you finish, and thank you very much. It's been oh, brilliant. Nice one, Jane. Well, thanks okay. for your call. I appreciate it. No, you're it. welcome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye. What Cheers. nice people. Do you remember when we used to get arseholes phoning us up? And since I ate that pigs for China, we've been getting nice people phoning us up. So thank you, pig, making the ultimate thank sacrifice. Thank you, pig, for um, very hairy. You did mention that. Yeah, very hairy. Um, thank you, Jane. That's well, that's nice, isn't it? Well, that, that's that... right about the letter, though, isn't it? Sorry. Just say yeah. A letter. Um, I've never had one of those from my parents, a worried letter, but I, I know people who have, and it's always... Yeah, yeah no, she's right. We've got, we've got a lot of wise um, people. Although everyone on Twitter is going, stop looking through her things. Which she I kind 20. of get, she's 20. But, 16, 17, that's but a different thing. But. My parents, I think, would have had questions about me disappearing off in the middle of the night and, like, washing stuff in the middle of the night. I mean, that's... Well, I would, I, would, I would say, why are you washing stuff in the middle of the night? Well, just feel like it. I don't believe you. What, what but is, then you're going to have a row. Yeah, what is, what is going on? She's, well, just tell me what it is. What is it? Because next time you do it, I'm coming down, I'm going to have a little look. That's my dad. That's exactly what <laughs> exactly. my dad would have So just tell uh, me now. But you know now. what? That's what led to, I mean... My dad's great and everything, um, but when he's worried, everyone knows about it, and uh, he comes down hard like that. Yeah. And it just means that, well, I would be the one that would get that, and my sister watching it would just go, right, I've got to cover my tracks better. Okay, okay, well. Um, I gently, think there was a I lot more gently. going on in that situation anyway, with yeah. the, the, the divorce that she didn't want and stuff. And she's, I think the, the, the mum is feeling... Um, a little bit battered and, yeah. and want someone to look out for her. Yeah. And she's but not getting that. That idea of just reconnecting generally is always a good one, right? Yeah, yeah, of course it's always a good one. Kasif? Hey, hello, Ian. Hello, Kasif. Yeah, I thought I'd call again because you're talking about TV series and shows. And I just thought uh, I'd recommend Game of Thrones. I mean, oh, it no, will I'm let Listen, I'm not going to. It will let me down. I'm not going to watch it. It will let me down. It will let you down. I promise you it will let you down. Mate, you, you, mate it hasn't yeah. finished. Hang on, Kasif, it hasn't finished. It will let you down. It, it hasn't finished, but it's just so brilliant. It will I let mean, you I down. Just, watch the first season. Shut your you. face. I'm not watching it because it's going to let you down. It won't, Ian. <laughs> it will let you. You haven't got a clue what you're talking about. Watch the first season and you'll be hooked onto it. I'm not going to watch it. It's going to let me down, you muppet. How do you know they're going to let you down? Because well, TV lets us down all the time. I've watched more TV shows than you have, Sunshine, and the endings have always been bollocks. I watched the first season and... No, I'm not going to! And you're saying watch it because you'll get hooked. I don't want to get hooked. <laughs> the end will be rubbish! Ian, watch the first No! Why? You say it's time well invested. Well, no, I won't, because I'll get hooked, yeah? Yes. Right, so then I'll watch. Well, how many seasons are there? Six, seven? Seven so far, yeah. How many episodes in a season? Well, it was ten up until season six, and then season seven had, I think, 
Basically, I'm going to spend about 65 hours watching a TV show, and at the end of it, it's going to disappoint me and it's going to piss me off. Is that what you want, Kasif? It won't piss you off. It's absolutely You've not seen the ending. You don't know. You watched the first season and it won't disappoint you. I don't want to watch it because I'll get sucked in and then I'll get to the end and it'll be disappointing and I'll have wasted 65 hours of my life. Just watch the first no! season. And don't watch it any more than. Kasif, Kasif, stop talking. I'm cutting him off. Oh, he got, really, got me really angry there. I, I don't know if you noticed. Can you give it a little go? Got, got properly angry there. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, so this was. Um... Oh, what's it all about, Alfie? Um, well, uh, um, there's Toff with Jacob, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah, her crush. No, she doesn't really, she doesn't really mean that. There we go. Here's some numbers. Here's some numbers for the last two minutes. Should, to, to sleep numbers. Eight is the average number of hours we should be sleeping, as recommended by the WHO! The World Health Organisation, not the rock group. No, they don't get any sleep. Seven, the number of nights every month our sleep is disrupted by worries. Seven. (laughs) Um, One way to stop the anxiety is to give each worrisome thought a nickname. What? If a thought arrives in your mind when you're in bed, you can quickly say, thanks, mind, for the money thought, before redirecting your mind back to what you were doing. Trying to knock one now. What? (laughs) Um, 18, the ideal bedroom... Hang on a minute, who's it? Yeah, yes, caller! Hello, Ian. Can I ask you one more question about yeah. the jungle? Yes, you can. Yeah, I mean, I can't give you reason for not knowing these... Did I mean, what? Kiss you. Kiss me? No, I mean, Khan did not kiss me at, at any point. 90, the ideal number of minutes before bed to have a bath... 20, if you're not asleep after lying in bed for twenty this many minutes, then get up and find a quiet, quiet activity to do, such as listening to music or reading. Tossing and turning leads you... Just whack them straight through to associate your bed with being awake and frustrated. Yes, caller? Hi. You've got ten seconds. OK, then. That cassette sounds like a mere can. And the other thing, you said about that uh, pig's vagina was hairy. Yes. Well, like the all. Thanks very much indeed. And finally, line two, you're the last call of the night, thank God. Thank you. There we go. On that bombshell, we'll be back tonight at 10. I'll be on GMTV tomorrow. Ta-ta!